Aha! Welcome to the Tuesday show. My name's Ultra David. Yeah, it's technically a Thursday, but you know, we weren't, I was traveling on Tuesday, so I'm As we'll James get to. Chen. Yeah, I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? First of all, let me explain uh, what's going on with these guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. I thought for sure you would ask. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just saw it and I was like, well, you know, the mutton chops are coming back or something. They're or? back. Uh, so, um, my wife does not like mustaches, okay? She doesn't like basically facial bo- hair. body hair. Oh, well, okay, as yeah. As a general but, rule. Yeah, she's in the uh, wrong, she's with the wrong person. I, I made her aware of that as soon as we started dating and she uh. just like, she accepted it. Um, so anyway, I had this beard and she got sick of it. She was like, I hate that you have a mustache right now. It, it you know, it always like prickles her nose, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I guess. Uh, so I ingeniously thought to myself, okay, I'll get rid of the mustache. <laughs> but, so so I just promised her. I was like, sure, I'll get rid of the mustache. Absolutely. And she was like, do you promise? I was like, absolutely. And she was like, tonight? And I was like, of course. And she was like, am I getting lawyered here? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question to ask, actually. I applaud her for actually asking. Oh, yeah, she's aware. Um, so, anyway, just before I went to bed, I did this to myself, which, by the way, was my look between the ages of 15 and 21. It was a six-and-a-half-year project where I had these guys going. Uh, and so I came to bed, and I went to kiss her, and guess what? It's completely shorn. She, mm-hmm. she, all she did was feel this, and she was very happy. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile, my eyes are, like, sp- you know, just <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> I'm, like, so happy that it's working out. Uh and then in the morning, she thinks nothing the wiser, right? All of a sudden, uh, the sun's uh-huh. out now. She can see when she's getting up for work. And uh, <laughs> she saw the full thing. <laughs> she woke me up to be pissed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, obviously, she... I mean, look. You can only be so pissed about a practical joke like that. <laughs> but it's not a practical joke because you're going to oh, yeah. keep it, right? That's true. I'm actually wearing it. Uh, so I've decided that I'm going to wear it for this weekend when we go to DreamHack Montreal, but I'm going to get rid of it ASAP after that. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm already tired of it. I had to go to the mall today to do some errands, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there were one or two responses in general. One, <laughs> as they walked past you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh-huh, and uh-huh, then uh-huh. also, the guy who I was dealing with on one of my little errands there, he looked at me when we started talking, and then that was it. And then he 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 did like these things, right? Like... Uh, okay, sir. Like, uh, is um, can I can like, I handle this for you? Not to look like, at you. What, like, what do you think about this? And you know, he's like, <laughs> he would not look at me. <laughs> oh man, it was great. Yeah, uh, I had this all throughout college. It was only my senior year that I finally got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. College is weird, though. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's Girls a time where you, put up with it, you don't shave your mutton chops, you don't shower for two weeks, right? Yeah, I, mean, I did shower, though. I did shower. So well, now that. you did. Well, not back in college. Not yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not today. Not uh, back in college. No, that is correct. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. this. I had hair down to here, uh, and I didn't shower regularly. For two weeks. So one, one time right? at the maximum was yeah. two weeks, but mm-hmm. typically I would say it was like three, three, four days. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's to an extent a practical joke on myself, but... oh. It was hilarious. I did I did the best like Ren evil laugh when she figured it out. 
at the end of the, the space <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, that thing, yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, anyway, um, so I'll get rid of it soon, but that's the news for now. So I just figured, well, since I'm putting that on, I'll just put on an old shirt that I used to wear a lot back in the day as well. It's that I no longer love, but I figured I'd just, you know. Complete the ensemble. Anyway, let's talk about First Attack. We're going to talk about other events as well. <laughs> Summer Jam, Ultimate Fighting Arena, the uh, Final Fighters China. And we're going to talk about 5-5 matchup in which we discuss stick security That's right. at tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop staring at my facial hair, everybody. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Uh, patch notes for both Tekken and Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle and assorted other stuff. Yeah. Okay. He's doing it right now. I can feel it. <laughs> I'm also just a little salty because I came from some Tekken 7 online, which I didn't play any online. Yeah. Because I literally oh, okay. fought against a Noctis, which I've never fought against before. Yeah. I fought against an Ana, which I've never fought against well, before. how could you have? And then I fought against uh, an Eddie, and I have no idea what's happening with Eddie. And so I got mad, and everyone's like, why don't you go lab the character? Because I was like, because if I lab the character, I won't be playing any more fighting games online. Right. I actually sense. won't be playing anymore, even though I have two hours before the Tuesday show. All right. Because that's what it's like labbing characters. And sure enough, for like an hour and a half, I was labbing Eddie, and I figured out how to deal with like three sets of moves, and that was about Eddie, it. You know, so, start starting on the process, right? Yeah, but that's like out of what, like, like I, you know, 15 sets of moves that he has? I'm just saying, you know, you're just On top of the fact that that's one out of... I don't know how people learn this game, dude. I honestly, you are learning it. So. I honestly don't know how people you learn Tekken 7, dude. It's You're doing it. It's, that's the process. It's weird because like, I don't feel like... The weird, hardest part about it is you just don't feel like you're getting any better for the longest of time. Longest of time, man. Yeah, no, that's... I mean, I, Tekken people I know say that they... You play for years and years before you Right, and that's where a lot of people have the advantage is they do have legacy stuff as well. So, But uh, when Tekken 9 comes out, you'll be like, all these kids Christ. still trying to learn Tekken 9. I got it. I got it. I mean, it's interesting because Harada has mentioned that he thinks that this is going to be last of the, the Mishima saga and that Tekken... Eight was supposed to like he was thinking about doing like a kind of a reboot on Whoa, it kind of thing like okay. that and I mean honestly maybe it's the right time to do it right okay. but it's interesting because everybody and it's weird because I know a lot of people are getting into Tekken 7 so sure. do they just not care as much or do uh, maybe or are they dying yeah. are they just dying really badly too and I'm too hard on myself I on this. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I'm not learning anything. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've gotten so good at my fundamentals and like I know uh, like a lot of things of what I want to do, but I can't do any of it because I don't know what the opposing character right, is doing. Right. So, well, you know, what, you know what you did commentary for was first attack in Puerto Rico. I never you, did any commentary oh, for Tekken. No, because oh. I was there to do top four, and they're like. Don't worry, we're just gonna do grand finals. Oh. It's like okay, all right. Sat there, sat there. Like we're not streaming oh, Tekken wow. anymore. All right, this is not the best segue after. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we were in San Juan, Puerto Rico, uh, for First Attack over the weekend. Um, happy to be back there. Uh, of course, last year was a terrible year for Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm, as, uh, everybody mm-hmm. knows horrible situation with the hurricanes and the response afterward and the lack of response. Really, uh, when we were there last year in 2017, as we were leaving. The first of the two hurricanes was on its way. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. literally, as we're being dropped off at the airport, the guy was like, "Well, I gotta go home and board up his house." Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh, gonna go home uh-huh, and do it uh-huh. right then. So, um, 
it's been a year. Uh, before we get into the tournament itself, I uh, just wanted to talk about that side of things. And, and first, you know, on the one hand, without, without being too, too negative about it, um, everybody seems very resilient. You know, the areas that we were in were mostly rebuilt. There's obviously still some signs, paint missing on walls. Uh, like, uh-huh. it's, there, it's not nothing, but there's a lot of work that's been redone, obviously. Uh, and the people are still there, and I'm trying sure it was hard. very hard. Yeah, yeah of course, but, uh, but definitely definitely trying. I mean, the thing about it is, like, the area that we were in was obviously the touristy, yeah. well, you know, the high commercial area. So that obviously had the focus. I mean, as I was driving from the airport to our hotel when I first arrived there, Francisco, who picked up picked me up, was yeah. just like, "Yeah, all of this was six feet underwater. Like this freeway that we're driving on, six feet underwater. You know, everything was underwater. Yeah. You know, and, and the crazy thing about it is, I, I talked to a lot of people, and you know, yeah, I mean, uh, they did a they did a great job helping each other. There's a lot of great stories of like. I mean, this is obviously not the good part, but like elderly people trapped in their houses by yeah. mud, but then other people would like have buckets and they would like lift things down and like, you know, they would, I mean, one of, one of the guys there was like, yeah, I was one of the only people with clean water. Right. And I was just like, oh, hey neighbor, you want water? Here's water. Right. And like other people like, you need gas? They said the very first day that the hurricane stopped, so a guy with a pickup truck drove to every house and said, do you have an ax or a chainsaw? And I have an ax. And, cha- and they just gathered everybody with that kind of stuff. And they went through every road and they chopped down every tree that had fallen yeah. on the roads and Very stuff like that. Effort. So they did a lot of, there's a lot of great stories like that, you know, but obviously there's a lot of the negatives peppered around oh, there yeah, as I well. Oh yeah, I mean, cr- crazy. Like just so, so the last night that we were there, we had dinner at a restaurant in Old San Juan. Um, which still had a leak in the roof from the hurricane, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm, it's still mm-hmm. a lot of work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're there, and uh, oh, one, one, of the, one of the players, oh, well, one of the entrants anyway, whose, I guess, name I won't blow up, um, while that rain was happening, he was clearly... Yeah, yeah, it was, it was clearly impacting him, just PTSD. the rain. PTSD, for yeah, sure. Uh, for, for sure, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and just the fact that it was raining... In Puerto Rico, which must happen all the time. Yeah, now, right. Right? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it must happen all the time. And he's just, he's constantly suffering from it. Uh, and, you know, other people were talking about how their relative passed away. They didn't have any way to store their insulin. Like, there's, like, a bunch of stories like that. Um, you know, dude didn't know if his cats were going to survive at his, at his parents' place or if his brother was going to survive. They had no way of telling their mom for a week, right, right? How, whether they're okay. One person actually told me that, you know, they, when they started going back to work, like some of their coworkers never came back because right. they just passed they away. And, yeah. you know, obviously when Trump visited the island, they took him to the nicest area, the least affected area. Well, and they also described it as being like the most American assimilated. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then the governor was like, yeah, everything's fine. 16 people are dead. Yeah. But I was actually told like they literally had like storage buildings of shipping containers of dead bodies yeah and in fact there was not enough room in them and two of them had to be outside in the heat and they started rotting and like water was dripping out of them and it was all contaminated water i mean it was literally like a zombie apocalypse kind of situation like they said that they've probably accounted like over five thousand dead at this point in time the death toll literally the week that we showed up there was escalated from three from like 64 to 2900 and something Mm -hmm. like that's that week right it went up Yeah, last week yeah last week it's just like it's the silliest thing right it's just obviously totally crazy Uh, yeah horrible response to the hurricanes um so what was very encouraging 
was that first attack was bigger this year. It had more people mm-hmm. than it did in the previous year. Um, they had more games. As more well. games, more entrance. Uh, I thought a very nice venue for for what the mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. had. Um, it couldn't have been in the previous venue, which was still not yet open. It was mm-hmm. still closed down after the hurricane. In fact, on the first day that I had, t- I was on Thursday, Friday. I walked around, yeah, and I walked to the old venue because I wanted to go and yeah. take a look at it, and maybe take some pictures. And guess what? They didn't want us to take pictures because it wasn't yeah. done, and so yeah. it was roped off. I literally couldn't even walk into the yeah. area because they didn't want let people see that it wasn't finished yet. Crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So still, obviously, a lot of work to do. Um, some people are boy. still without electricity. Yeah, it's still not good, n- not a good look for some folks. Like roads I mean, literally fell off the mountain. Yeah, and someone had to open up their house to let people like get like their right. driveways and stuff like that, so people could actually drive around. And, and you know, one of the things that got to me was just it's a little human thing, right? There, one of the guys was talking about how his, I believe, his relative or maybe their family friend had a record collection that went back to the 70s that they were very proud of, yeah. you know, and they lost the record collection. And obviously that's less important than people dying and so forth, right? It's just it's just like uh, like human connection with the person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a record collection, but I certainly have things that I would feel terrible if I mm-hmm. lost, if they were destroyed. And it's crazy because, it. like, I talked to some of these guys and, you know, based from last year to this year, you know, guys that we see every year when we go to First Attack, yeah. They sounded the same. Everything sounded normal. They were happy. But then you talk to them about the hurricane and they're like, yeah, for that five months I had no electricity. I was like panicking and like, oh, yeah, yeah I was completely distraught and like yeah. all these things. I and had like, to move to the U.S. for three months. Right, yeah. exactly. So it's actually pretty crazy at how well a lot of these guys have recovered from it. You and know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very, very resilient, very impressive. Like I said, uh, very encouraging, I think, that First Attack itself was bigger than before, mm-hmm. uh, very well supported. Uh, it seemed to go very, very well. Yeah, and, really and shout-outs to Mono as well and his yeah. crew. Yeah, the crew. Yeah, the crew. Right. He, he has a wonderful, wonderful crew Agreed. that really works really hard Agreed. with that. So. Uh, okay, enough about uh, that side of things. Uh, there was a video game tournament there. Yeah, and, and just, you know, in the chat, like, the government said it was only, like, 60-some people dead, and it officially went to 2,900, but they really honestly estimate because of the people who are excommunicated from society because they yeah. were trapped in their homes and everyone who's died from starvation or whatever, yeah, lack, lack of, of insulin, lack yeah. of water, all that stuff, that the death toll is probably over 5,000 at this point in time. Yeah. And it, like I said, only about 3,000 of it is acknowledged, which yeah. is crazy. Anyway, that's the United States of America right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and to be fair, not all the blame, sorry if I... No, no, not at all. Not all the blame can go to them as well because they were telling us stories about how the mayors would hoard FEMA trucks. Like, the uh, FEMA trucks would actually get sent down there and the governors of certain... I'm sorry, the, the mayors yeah. of certain areas hoarded the FEMA trucks for themselves and right. didn't even use all of it and like some of it would get rotted and things like that and so, so not just federal incompetence but local incompetence as well yeah exactly sure. so there was but like you know the government wasn't fixing any of the electricity so the mayor of once one of the good mayors actually went out and found all of the retired electrical people who worked at the right. electrical plant and they rebuilt a makeshift like electrical like network yeah, just to give good. a bunch of people power back and everything yeah. like that so just oh man it's like tough times it's like un, you un, sort of needlessly tough times it's it's horrible because there's all these terrible stories but then there's all these wonderful stories of the yeah. human perseverance and stuff right. like that right you know that you know you hope that you so. never have to go through yep exactly um 
I don't look. It's I don't like the look anymore myself. Everybody's right? everyone can't stop talking. I told the story it. earlier, so if you want it, it's available. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to wait until the show ends. You see the archive, but it's there. It exists. It was for a reason. Oh man. Uh, so first attack results. Yes. Which I uh, have. Oh yes, please bring them up. Sure. I do not have them just yet. Okay, yeah, man, no problem. Um, so in Street Fighter V, which was the final game of the night, seventh places were Orwando with Guile and mm-hmm. LPN with Abigail. Fifth were Hochi with Akuma and Sonic Box Doom Snake with Vega and Birdie. Fourth was DRA with Ibuki. Third, Rise Smug with Balrog. Second place was CJ Truth with Cami and winner, Rise Kaba with Guile. One of the best players in the world. Two years in a row. Two years in a row. Two years yeah. in a row taking uh, first You know, we attack. talked about him as, as having done so well lately. Top eight at Evo, top eight at Hong Kong Esports, third at Taiwan. Uh, that he wins this thing. You know, you got to put him at the very, very top of the short list of, right. of best players in the world right now. He's, he's doing super, super well. Also awesome for CJ Truth to, to get second place up there. He's always at uh, first attack, and he's, I think, always made top eight, but he, uh, he did even better this time. Uh, DRA has what? Oh, you just don't want people to see I'm it. Just it's too to gross. Just, I'm just trying to k- prevent the distraction. I'm trying to prevent the distraction. Wow, <laughs> too gross. Got it. So there you go. Got yeah. it. I appreciate it. Um, DRA is a buki. Has it's. He's it's so better. good. He's such a good fundamental player yeah, that he can uh-huh. get by with like bare bones Ibuki tech. Right. Like uh-huh, it's very uh-huh. impressive. That character is such a tech monster, and he doesn't really play it like that. And then I'm happy to see Doomsnake pick up Birdie a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, definitely adding to his repertoire because Vega is not going to cut it at this point in time. So. Yeah, and he and he knows that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was a good tournament. Nice work, everybody. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters also occurred. Seventh places were TLT Affinity with Adult Gohan, Kid Buu, Super Saiyan Goku. Seventh, also Godzilla with Cell, Sixteen Buu, Kid Buu. Fifth, Darky with <laughs> Gotenks, Android Twenty One, Super Saiyan Vegeta. Also, Neural Arc with Vegeta, Zamasu, 16, and Bardock Cell, Super Saiyan Vegeta. Fourth, Big Butt Jackson, whose name I laugh about every year. Uh, he's a good player, too. Gotenks, Adult Gohan, Yamcha. He did well in Injustice previously. Yes. He's a good player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, third, Neo Vermilion, Gotenks, Adult Gohan, Yamcha. Is that the same team? It is, indeed. Second place is Neokarsh. Adult Gohan, Frieza Bardock. Really strong Marvel player. Absolutely. Uh, who has done super well at f- first attack like every year of that course. he's there for Marvel. First so. place winner was Fidelity with Frieza, Super Saiyan Vegeta, and Goku Black, which means that Frieza got second and first yeah, place. Yeah, <laughs> Grand Finals had two Friezas in there, first dude. first attack, yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, also, it's pretty cool to see that... Uh, Yipes and Matrix were there for yeah, commentary. Yeah, uh-huh. they got them even kind of at the last second, too. Uh-huh. But that's really cool that they are out there. Um, uh, Yipes hadn't been out there since, like, 2015. That right. was Chris Matrix's first time. Oh, sick. Not only that, but I'm glad to see Chris Matrix being able to travel more for DBFZ. Agreed. Hopefully he can do more. Hopefully he gets added to the Dragon Ball Fighters you know, world tour. For sure. That'd be great. And to a lot more events. So I would really like to see Matrix being able to travel more to a lot of places. Agreed. And I will tell you this. I was very happy to hear that they were going to be commentating Dragon Ball Fighters because I thought it was going to be on us. And the day before, I was I I have not downloaded like Zamasu and whatever <laughs> whoever is even new in the game. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> so I was like literally 
looking up YouTube videos to like try to find out what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure, I was going to be screwed. Oh, but it worked man. out great. Uh, Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Seven places were PC Headshot Samus and PC Ren with Mario. Fifth were ET Gaming Xeon, Diddy Kong, Yoshi, Lucina, and, F- and Craven with Ninja. Fourth, Greninja. Fourth, Mini with Diddy. Third, ET Gaming Sant. S-A-S at sign. N-T. Toon Link and Marth. Second, ET Gaming King with Sheik and winner Shadow PR with Bayonetta. Okay. Then you got the Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, fourth place. We actually got to commentate the top four. It of was this, awesome. And I enjoyed it so much. Oh, so fun. I know the first day we were a little stagnant, I felt like. But then I think when we got to the top four, we kind of felt a little more of a groove. It was game. good. It was yeah, good. Yeah. We don't know any of the move names, but yeah. Oh, who cares about move names? <laughs> I mean, look. I, I mean, like honestly, like when you talk to someone like Eris, like he's like, I don't want people in Tekken to call things by their names. Oh yeah. He's like, don't tell me it's back forward three oh, or whatever. Stupid. Like all this stuff. That. Don't say like Tooth Fairy. Just give it a name that makes sense. You know what I mean? Is a name is a move called Tooth Fairy. Yeah, I think so. Sick. Yeah, I think uh, Asuka has the Tooth Fairy. That actually is kind of funny. Uh, Anyway, fourth place was Freezer 2027 with Ori A. Carmine. Third, Light Ice with Makoto Yosuke. Second, Iron Alex with S. Ruby. And he tried new Batista like one time Mm -hmm, and it failed. mm -hmm. Winner was Jaeger EXP with Mitsuru Jin. Seems like a good team. With a good comeback, by the way, too, because he got 3 0'd badly by Iron Alex in winner's finals. Then he came back and was able to to dominate all of a sudden. Like, he just completely. His use of EX clickety clack was fantastic. I don't even know which one clickety clack. That doesn't sound like a description that. You know, EX stompity stomp. With Mitsuru and Jin? Sure. Wait, who stomps? I'm, I'm just making it up, man. I don't know. <laughs> EX knifey knife. I don't know. Stabby stab? Stabby stab. Okay. Whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's what happened at. First attack 2018. It seemed like a good tournament. Everybody had a good time. Yeah, there was also uh, side events there. You know, some people did play Marvel stuff. Like I know. Uh, oh, that's right. Lol Raid got uh, first place in Marvel. Uh, Fortnite was played there. It was the yeah. first time they had Fortnite, and in fact, they capped it at like 32 teams and. People like wanted to buy their way in. Right. Oh no! I think they had it capped at sixteen at first, and people wanted to buy their way in and stuff. They had an Overwatch there again, which at one point, honestly, the the guys were like their their speakers were super loud. They were definitely loud, and their speakers were pointed right at where we were sitting for commentating. And we Um, could, but their crowd was into it. It And our volume was super low; we couldn't hear each other, and so like we were talking over each other and like trying to commentate. We're like, "What's going on?" It definitely did happen, but yeah, I think that's. That's really cool though. Yeah. Because yeah. those people were into it for sure. Yeah, for sure. But it's cool because what that means is that First Attack is really not just becoming the premier fighting game event, but it's really just becoming the premier esports event there. You know, and um, I think that's great. And sure. honestly, I know I said this last year, I'm going to say it again this okay. year, but you know, if you're going to trust any one of these events to start becoming a premier event, you know, this would be a good chance. And you know, you need to. I know Capcom doesn't fly everybody out to the different areas. They yeah. have their stream team in Asia. They have their stream right. team in the North America. And you're not going to grow a stream team in South America if you don't give them a chance to start building things. I'm right? with you, man. So maybe the first year or second year, you can fly them out, fly out streamers, like fly out 10-0 so they can train the people mm-hmm. there. And then you can get... I mean, right now, Level Up is doing it, obviously. But, you know, yeah. 
it's just we we need to get more of these Latin America events in there. So Absolutely. Tekken World Tour events, Dragon Ball World Tour events, even the Arc Revo coming up. I mean, this mm-hmm. is a great event to look at because it's pretty much one of the biggest esports events in Latin America right now. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to say on it? Um, yeah, just really, really great event. It's great just being back on the island, seeing it recover like that. It's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful place. We got to do a lot of stuff because you left the day earlier, and I forgot to grab something because I was still salty from Tekken. <laughs> do you want? Would you mind if I took like a like a one minute break, ran up there? You can talk to the that's stream. That's fine. I'll just talk about okay. the next tournament. All right, I'll be right back. If that's all right. Yeah. Uh, so I also want to talk about this few other events that happened this past weekend. Uh, Final Fighters China. Actually, maybe I'll save this because this one was a little controversial. You yeah, probably want to talk one's about got it. Got some weird stuff going on. All right, for sure. So. so let's talk about Summer Jam instead, which occurred this past weekend as well. Uh, had all the events that you would expect to, all the games that you would expect to when it comes to uh, Summer Jam. It's always super full, but it was in particular uh, strong for Tekken this time, where it was a Masters event. Uh, yeah, exactly. And all right, well, Tekken Seven Top Eight. Um, people traveled there, by the way, from all over the place. I don't think there was a ton of international competition, but there was definitely some. And seventh places were uh, NYC Fab with Fang and Bob. Also, Shadow20Z with Claudio, Kazuya, Xiaoyu. Fifth were Pokechap with Josie and PG Speed Kicks with Huarong. Fourth was EQNX Equinox. Joey Fury with Jack7. Third was UIU John Ding with Eddie and Lucky Chloe. Second place was Jimmy Tran with Brian. And winner was RB Anakin with Jack7. Which means that everybody in that top eight was from the U.S. with the exception of John Ding, uh, which is pretty impressive for U.S. Tekken. I think that's really sick. Um, again, there were not a ton of international players there, but there were some for sure. Uh, so I think that's pretty impressive. Street Fighter V uh, top eight. Seven places were INC Splash with Kami and EG NY Chris G with Guile. Fifth place, XSK Samurai Akuma and also Red Bull Snake Eyes Zangief. And Akuma. Fourth was Nephew with Colleen and a little bit of G. Third was Ghost Knuckle, Ghost Knuckle Dew with Guile and Mika. Second place was Toy with M. Bison. Nice. And winner was Echo Fox Punk with Karen. Uh, yeah, definitely cool for Toy. I mean, look, very cool for Punk, who feels like he's been kind of on the outside of things mm-hmm. lately, but he's back there now. Uh, Toy has, I feel like, always gets underrated. Uh, yeah, because he even said he wasn't seated for the He was this not event. seated, yeah. it turns out, yeah, which and is pretty this guy wild. He's been doing got, super I think well. I 17th at Evo, like, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. been doing really well. There was another event that he got, like, top three at. It was, yeah. an, like, Dreamhack Austin, I think it was. That sounds that right, he did. Yeah. yeah, so he's been doing super well. That guy needs to, he needs some respect on his name right now. People need to give that man some respect on his name. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, cool. And I'm happy to see, by the way, that Snake Eyes is up there as well. Yeah. He actually beat. Chris G's Guile with Zangief, which crazy. is wow. <laughs> Unexpected, but very, very cool. Snake played Sagat as well, did he? Oh, for real? Okay, I missed that. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, um, do you want me to go through the rest of this, or do you want to do whatever you're going to do? Really quick, so uh, just on... On Tuesday uh, at First Attack, we uh, we got to. I mean, in Puerto Rico, we got to explore. I'm sorry, on Monday, Monday yeah. we got to explore some, you know, more of Old San Juan and stuff. We went to the same risotto place that we went last year. Oh, okay, cool. That? Yeah, super I do. Cool, uh-huh. super. Uh-huh. But after we finished that, we went to this place called the Choco Bar, which is just like it's like super old school chocolates there, and like 
They serve nothing but like it's like literally a restaurant, but they like it's one of the first like chocolate places that's on the island, and so they're really long time established. Okay, have a great reputation, and you go to their menu, and it's just like here's alcoholic chocolate drinks. Here's like here's like grilled cheese sandwiches with chocolate. You know, I mean, it's like it's it sounds really weird, and like even though Vi ate a giant risotto at the first restaurant, he went there and he's like, I'm ordering this omelet. And okay. he got this almost gigantic omelet, and so he was like... With chocolate? Well, it didn't have any chocolate on, on the omelet, but Mona was like, you're not finishing that. Yeah. And I was like, if I do, will you pay for it? Oh, what? All right. And Mona was like... Uh, eventually he caved in and did it, and Vi finished the whole thing. Oh, gross. Of course, Vi was like, no, nah, you don't have to pay for it. It's fine. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes But sense. at one point in time, he was like, okay, well, you know what? I need some ketchup to help me eat some of this, right? Yeah. So he said, like, hey, do you have... Ke-? He asked the waiters, like, do you have ketchup? And the guy's like, well, yes and no. Oh, my God, it's going to be chocolate ketchup. We have ketchup, but it's chocolate oh, ketchup. Oh, it's chocolate ketchup. Oh, man. It's chocolate ketchup. No. Did you try any? I did try some. Okay. And to be honest with you... Do you have chocolate ketchup with you right now? No, no, I do not have chocolate ketchup with me. But I did try some, and it mostly tasted like ketchup. I'll be honest. Okay. It tasted most... But I mean, like, I had a hot chocolate, and they give you, like, a slice of cheese that you can throw in there. Like, it's weird. They have this cheese and chocolate. Like I said, they had a grilled cheese sandwiches with yeah. chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was very, very strange. They had a lot of alcoholic chocolate drinks mm. and stuff like that. That part makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I've never had cheese and chocolate, so I don't know what to think about it. I mean, when I... Drink when I was drinking the hot chocolate and pieces of cheese would get into my mouth. Like it literally <laughs> tasted like I was drinking hot chocolate and then eating a piece of cheese. Like I didn't feel like they blended. You know what I mean? There was like not okay. a blend. It was weird. That's and what I, I would expect. But yeah, yeah, and it just wasn't quite right. Yeah. But um, they did have a lot of really good chocolate bars there, right? So I bought a bunch of them, and I'm gonna let you have the first pick on which one you want out of all five of these chocolate what? bars here. I get so a free chocolate bar? We got premium milk chocolate. No. We've got premium milk chocolate with almonds. Mm. Premium white chocolate uh, with waffle cone in it. Oof. Bottom of the list. Uh, premium milk chocolate with waffle cone. Oh, well, all right. And then uh, premium milk chocolate with mocha. Oh, I'm into the mocha. Oh, all right, look at this. There you go. I got a chocolate from Cortez. Cortez, yes. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so I bought a bunch of these. I'm going to be giving these away to all my friends, and uh, you are the first pick because these are the five different ones that they had. Well, thank you very much. There you go. So it's very nice. And I have two more upstairs. One is waffle cone, and the other is almonds. Those are for me. Makes sense. For other people. Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it 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 was between the mocha and the almond. The almond, yeah. Yeah. The almond one definitely sounds really good. I mean, I have. More than five friends. But, <laughs> what, a, what a question. Uh, dude, I mean, you know what? To be fair, that's I feel like that's actually a legit question sometimes these days when I'm in my worst depression. Oh, you're, but, come on. You have friends. You know, I, you know, that's not the That's question. just the way it is. It's just the way it is. I, I understand you know, you know how I it is. So, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. how it is. So. But, uh, but uh, yeah, no. So I'm going to give these rest of them away. Oh, that's but awesome, man. You, oh, get, nice you, get, you get the first pick. Oh, oh, loving the facial hair from NDBN. Whoa. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with you, but I appreciate it. We're going to be continuing this again. If you guys don't remember last week, we, we were doing it. And killing the audio, by the way. Everyone's oh, ears are destroyed. But, um, yeah, we are... Uh, Going to yell woo every time it's someone gives decided. us bits or donations. Either way, 
Either way, we're going to yell woo. Yeah, exactly. So it's what's going to happen. Exactly. Again, I told the story. You should have been here for the start of the show. Uh oh, Nuticon with a hundred bits. Nuticon. Woo! Oh boy, the old vocal cords. Okay, we're gonna have, just we'll do it as quiet as possible because it, it is pretty ringy in the ear. Uh, okay, so, that makes sense. So, right. so we'll try to do it a little for bit sure. quieter. Summer Jam, twelve. Yes. Dragon Ball Fighters, top that. eight. Seven places were Picos with Kid Buu, Bardock, sixteen, and Fight Coach Steve nice. with Bardock, Majin Buu, and Super Saiyan Vegeta. Fifth, The Cutter with Cell, Bardock, Super Saiyan Vegeta, and also nine seventy three Diaphone. Goku Black, okay. Ginyu, Is Cell. it Diaphone or Diaphony? I'm not sure. Okay. What would you say? I, I like Diaphony just because it sounds it sounds like a Greek goddess or something like that. You yeah, know? It, it sounds does. like a Greek character. It sure so. does. Uh, I mean, it's, that's just the root is Greek anyway, right? Like, <laughs> um, fourth, BC Lord Knight with Captain Ginyu, Gotenks, Android 16. Third, KNKDZ, nice, with Adult Gohan, Android 16, and Super Saiyan Goku, as well as Nappa, Kid Buu, Gotenks. <laughs> Second, Nikomaki with Cell, Bardock, Super Saiyan Vegeta. And winner, EG, NY, Chris G with okay. Teen Gohan, Tien, and Trunks. I don't know Nikomaki very well. He plays at NLBC oh, and he always does, does okay, well. Okay, okay. Yeah, Good he's stuff. definitely Good a strong player. Shout-outs to Automatic in the chat, Automatic. Ah, yeah, the old Automatic. Tech, tech wizard. I'm I'm an automatic shill, so I have to always call. You should him be. Out, so. You should be. I guess yeah. by the time I met Jibbo, I'd already lost these burns. So. Yeah. When I was a kid. But if you know anything, if you want to know anything about all the new characters in Street Fighter Five, as soon as they drop, go tune into a stream, and you'll learn all your meaty setups in like two or three hours. So. Very nice. <laughs> oh, NBDN with oh more, boy. with more bits, two hundred more bits. NDBN. Whoa! It's gonna get weird. Where did I live in the DMV when I went to Georgetown, David? That's me. I, I lived in Capitol Hill, and then I lived in Dupont Circle, and then I lived in uh, up the Red Line a little bit in a place that I don't remember the name of. It starts with a C. Columbia Heights or something. Santana something with a just C? subscribed for two wow. months in a row. Ridiculous. We didn't agree to a no. woo on them. No. Right? So no. Okay. No woos on subs. We gotta do something for some, right? We should we should do something. High five? Oh, I got no. shoulder problems. Oh, okay, no high five. That's um, not really the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give me your chocolate back. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh thanks, yeah, the chops are nice. Soul Calibur six, which uh, was actually there. It's pretty cool. Seventh place is uh, Omega XCN with Taki and Sane with Ivy. Fifth were Jimbo Nader with the Solomel and JJJ with Grow. Okay. Fourth, Woes with Grow. Third, Ninja Guy 446 with Grow and Sophia. Second place, Boom with Yoshimitsu and Grow. Winner was Linkors with Siegfried and Geralt. I don't know. I haven't watched enough of the game. Also, I'm hoping it's pronounced Grow. Right. I don't know how to pronounce the O with the little thing through it. Yuns and Roses has donated 10 bits. Okay. Woo! There you go. All right. Could you even do a JoJo pose if someone wanted you to do a JoJo pose? Oh, I've seen enough people doing JoJo's poses. Because I'm not even sure I can do a JoJo pose. I I mean, I don't know any, like, specific one for sure. The only thing I know is, like, like hand-covering face or something (laughs) like that. But, you know. You did it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Top eight. 
UGS BB B-Boy Dragon with Ruby Blake. Also, Antiquarian with Mitsuru Gordo. Those are seventh places. Fifth were Soul Heart RS with Ragna Hyde. And Method Flux with Mitsuru Nu. Okay, I gotta go back and watch this. That's cool. Fourth was PAG Rhino with Carmine Jin. Also, uh, third was PAG Grover with Yu Ruby and Yu Mitsuru. Se- second place was 973 Diaphany with <laughs> Mai and Blake. And winner was Tame Storm with Yu and Jin. Uh, Ta- interesting. Is that- Oh, Tame Storm. Oh, I thought that was almost fame because you and Jin, but isn't that who That it is? actually is probably what it is. Is it supposed to be Fame Storm, probably? It may just be a play on fame. Yeah, maybe fame okay. and Okay. I don't know that to be true, but that is just, yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Cool to see Mai up there, Mitsuru. What do we got? I mean, Mai um, and Mitsuru seem like good characters just definitely. From, the, from the get-go. Definitely, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you, mm-hmm. but I, I gotta go back and see Um... Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Seven places, Tame Storm with Space Jetta Dante. Oh, maybe it is a different player. I don't know. I, Fame did play that game. So, uh, Also, Geobron with Power Spider-Man Hawkeye. He's always been a Spider-Man. Fifth were HOC Scamby with Space Gamora Sigma, Space Winter Soldier Sigma, and Reality Nemesis Chris. Reality and Chris. Huh? Uh, <laughs> fifth, NY Scum Youth. With Soul Captain America Dante. Fourth was EXGNE Escalante with Space Strider Hawkeye. Third was Pito Faya with Soul Hagar Strider. Okay. Interesting. Second, okay. WD Diagon with Space Captain Marvel Dante and Space Cap- Monster Hunter Captain Marvel. Wow, Captain Marvel got second place. That's super cool. EGNY Chris G won it with Space Morgan Monster Hunter. Uh, Fighting EX Layer top four were BXA Jackal Skullamania. Third, Hazardous Forever King with Shadow Geist. Second, SX Rogue Yoshi with Shirase. And D-Nice, wow, wins with nice. D-Dark. Yeah, and again, I don't even think that it's really Woo. necessarily... Okay, tap to GG. I already did. Woo. Okay, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, like, there's a lot of people still playing MVCI. Like, the, the whole reputation that nobody plays it anymore right Come on. now is not, is not even accurate, so... You know what's what's dead is that meme that it's dead. Mm-hmm. It should mm-hmm. be. It should be. Fighting games are never really truly dead unless like it's like Time Killers or Mace the Dark Age. Wow! Yeah, what a reference. Mm-hmm. Time Killers. Yeah. I used to play that. Too. Remember, you could hit all five sure. buttons and chop their head off, and sure. that was game over sure. pretty much. It's really hard to do, but it was just still there. So. I don't think I knew how to do it at the time. To be yeah, honest. I think it's just you, you smashed your hand on all wow, five that buttons. That was the stupidest way to do it, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Guilty Gear Extra Rev 2. Seventh places, uh, BKYD Second State with May. Seventh also Punished Shoddy with Kai. Fifth were Munchie Jr., Slayer, and L Venom. Fourth was TSB Blaze with Raven. Third, Chacha Man with Milia. Second, TSB PAG Minus with Eno. And winner was BC Lord Knight with Milia. Mm, makes sense. Under Knight in Birth. Seventh place is AM Sleepy with Eltnum and PAG Vic Viper with Akatsuki. Fifth were KPB DZ Kujaku with Hilda. Fifth also was Yams with Phonon. Fourth was Sid the Hayes with Merkava. Third, <laughs> Necro Undyne with Phonon <laughs> and Carmine. Second place was WS Initial J with Byakuya, and winner was KPB JDR with Hyde. Mm, interesting. Okay. Injustice 2. Uh, seven places were Henda Kid, Wonder Woman, and Burinoni 007. Cheetah. Fifth were Burrito Voorhees with Swamp Thing and Gorilla Grodd. 
also Pulse the Flash. Fourth was Triclops with Atrocitus, Scarecrow, Starfire. Third was Hazardous Forever King, Batman. <laughs> Second place, Method, Silver Eye, Hellboy, and winner was Gur Adam. Triclops, I love it. Triclops. Do you remember where he's from? No. He was from He Man. Oh. Masters of the. He was the guy with the three different uh, eyes. I never watched it. Oh, damn. Yeah, it, I always thought it was dumb even I as a kid. I was a big. I was, I was into He Man when I was a kid. Yeah, dude. okay, I all right. I was into He Man. All right. So. Well, I can't complain too much. I had my own. My be- The best one was that they always had it so that, you know, you know how toy company always work. They recolor someone and release him as a completely different character, right? So everybody had a clone, basically. And Merman, his clone was Stinkor. Which was the guy who basically, when you got him, he just smelled really badly. That Did he was his actually? Gimmick. His gimmick was he smelled really badly. And the best thing about it is, when you went to the store, you would always see just racks of stinkor. And he, he, the, literally, the character, the physical character smelled. Yeah, they made it so that the toy smelled. Wow. That was like his gimmick yeah. of, of all the things. And it the, was, what a terrible idea. Hilarious yeah. and terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, someone thought this would be cool to do, and yeah. it was not the right call. Like, that is a funny idea. That guarantees your stuff doesn't doesn't sell. I like it. <laughs> uh, Smash for Wii U. Fourth was NPT, Gosh, so GWJ, here. Rosalina, Luma, and Rob. Uh, third was SYE Earthboundy with Ness and Lucas. That's, Ness? Yeah, that makes okay. Earthboundy is his name. Right. Second, Sparky with number 25. Sparky number 25 with Duck Hunt. And winner was Juice with Zero Suit Samus. KOF 14 was won by PAG Pachu KOF. Pokin Tournament DX was won by INC Flagar with Lucario and Krogan. Okay. Oh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Josh C qualifies for Tournament of Legends That's 3 right. by winning with the Claw. Oh. <laughs> the Claw. Man, the Claw. That character is so broken. What a butt. Uh. There you go. That was Summer Jam. That was a good one. Uh, let's go to Ultimate Fighting Arena next, which was in Europe. Yes. This was a big event. It was for Dragon Ball. What do they call their Masters events? Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour Saga event. Saga event. Saga event. Um, which means that if you win it, then you get a Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. Correct. Top eight for it were seven places GGWP Soji with Ginyu 16 Super Saiyan Goku also Arcade Aliun with 21 Majin Buu Super Saiyan Go- uh, Vegeta I know a lot of players traveled for this a lot of US oh, yeah. players were out there too oh yeah and you know what the best thing about it was was listening to them talk about like the, 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 the jet lag yeah and they were just like Whoa! How do those? How do the Asian players even do this? They're yeah. like, oh, I have so much more respect yeah. for the things that they have to deal with. So yeah, yeah, I, it was mm-hmm. very cute to see their twitters and uh, how new everything was to them. Yeah, like there was uh-huh. that side of it that was new, obviously, but then they were also like, like well, I forget who it was posted a picture of whatever was outside of their bedroom, right? Uh-huh. And it was just like a house that was uh-huh. outside. Uh-huh. It was just like uh-huh. a field. Right. The yeah. wall wasn't particularly nice looking. And they were like, wow, I came all the way to France, and this is what it looks like. As if it's just like a part, a place where people live. Like, right, that's all yeah. it is, you know? <laughs> it's a different place, but it's just a place. I mean, the problem is, it's like a lot of these places are so romanticized. Yeah. You know what I mean? That when you go there and you're like, Paris is like not like it's a city where humans like, live and do not, things. You don't hear amazing like violin music yeah. everywhere you go, and there's not like flowers and love is not blooming right, everywhere right, right. in Paris, dude. Right, that's the way it is. So I thought that was very funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're right. It was it was a very international, very well attended mm-hmm, event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Alion got seventh place with 21 Majin Buu right. Super Saiyan Vegeta. Fifth place was where PG Nakio with Gotenks, cool. Adult Gohan, Goku, and 
Oplan Skyle or Skill, I forget how they pronounce it on, okay. the, on the stream. I was watching a little bit of it anyway. Vegeta, 16, and Super Saiyan Goku. <laughs> that is definitely true, Fly Low Am, about Hollywood. Oh, man. Oh, boy, I live in Hollywood. I can tell you that place is a butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a butt. It's, I feel uh, like every tourist must be disappointed. Right. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's seriously you know? like the city that didn't shower for two weeks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe two decades. Uh, it's, it's a lot better now than it used yeah, to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, uh, it's not pretty. Fourth place was BC Apology Man with Piccolo, Tien, oh, nice. and Super Saiyan Goku. Third was Ponos Garadeo with Goku Black, Bardock, and 16. Second place was Energy Hook Gang God with Cell, Piccolo, Super Saiyan Vegeta, and Piccolo, 16, Super Saiyan Vegeta. But number one overall was C.A.G. Goichi with Cell, Bardock, and Super Saiyan Vegeta. Is that his first Dragon Ball, or is that his second yeah, Dragon no, Ball? Yeah, no, I think that's it. Um, there haven't been that many. Yeah, okay, because that's his first, because Kazunoko came for his neck at CEO. Yeah, Kazunoko, and then, Go and, and then and Sonic. Sonic Fox, right. and now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was, was Sonic Fox, was Evo one where he got a Dragon Ball, or I forget? I believe so. Okay, okay. I can't remember now at this point in time, so. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, Canada, uh, no, SCR is the next one, and then Canada Cup, I think, so. Um, if you go just outside of the top eight, you have Wawa, Shanks, Aixi, and He got it at Aixi. VS Fighting. Oh, my bad, Evo, you're right. VS yeah, Fighting. Evo yeah, no, was right. not one, you're yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. remember that, yeah. Uh, and then 13th were Cloud805, Xerox, a Foxy Grandpa, and Super Noon. Um, I thought it was very cool that the European players did as well as they did. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a region that in all the fighting games, really, gets slept on, mm -hmm. even though, obviously, they're strong. Uh, you, there just are fewer areas to show it. Like, I'm really, it's cool for me to see Xerox do well there, who I first saw at Viennality. That's right. And I had never heard of him before, and mm -hmm. he won both mm -hmm. Street Fighter and, uh, the, and Dragon Ball Fighters. And uh, you know, here he is at one of the absolute majors for the for the game, and he's yep. doing well. So I, I just I think that's cool. You know, skill in, in fifth place was the highest placing one. Alun was up there. Uh, very very nice. Yeah. Nice work. But also super cool for I mean, so if you look at how the grand finals went, right? Energy Hook and God is coming from losers. He three would Goichi in in set mm -hmm. one, mm -hmm. and then he got three would in the second set. But the first two games were like right down to the final character. Oh, like, it, like in watching yeah. it, I thought like this is about as close as it gets, you know. Right, uh -huh. And then in the last game, he got effectively perfected. Oh, that's effect. Sucks. Like there okay, was okay. almost a perfect. I thought I thought maybe Goichi between the sets like asked for a side switch or something like that. So. <sighs> that would have been hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, it was just a really good adaptation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so it looks like a blow up three zero, right, but it was yeah, a little closer yeah. than that. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, it was good. Okay. Yeah, also another thing, too, uh, going back to Summer Jam a little bit, I know that in Street Fighter, they did losers, semis, winners, finals, losers, finals. Oh, right. Again. Right. And guess what? Person lost in right. losers, finals. We got to stop that. We do like, have to we, stop we that. Just, it's just something we got to look into, make sure that we don't do. Uh, I suspect know. that many of the events that, well, there aren't that many, but I suspect that that's... That's basically how Biggie does it, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to change that. I'd be surprised. Oh, really? Has he actually said something about that? No, no, no. Like, oh, that's okay. just Biggie. I mean, he likes how his events are run. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rare that he makes a drastic change. Okay. Yeah. I, I would like it, and I'm not trying to blow him up. I just think that that's like his. Mm -hmm, that's, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so that was Dragon Ball K KOF 14. 
Fourth was O.N. Vix with Leona Nelson Banderas. Third was Ungadine with Nelson K. Clark. Second was Guac.fr Victor with Xanadu Muimui and Metinkun. And winner was Hntati with Maxima Athena Iori. Okay. H N T A T I. Street Fighter V. Seven places were Method Broski with Dalsum and Jones Arcade with Ken. Fifth was Mouse Problem X with Abigail and G. Fifth. Fifth. Wow. Okay. Also fifth, XL Isam with Bison. Uh, Fourth was BJK Luffy with Mika. Third was NVD Phenom with Nikali and Guile. Second place was NVD Momi with Kami. And winner was Nasser Angry Bird with Akuma, but also with Zeku. With a lot of Zeku there, too. I think so. it was not as much as Akuma. Oh, really? Is what I've oh, read. Okay. I didn't watch. Okay, but, okay, okay. Uh, that's what I've read. And I saw. I did see the end uh, when he, he did win with Zeku, right. so he closed mm-hmm. it out with. Um, you know, I've, I've heard before about Angry Bird Zeku. Like, that it's yeah, not, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's real. It's the best probably in the world. And, and he showed it. That's super cool. Yeah, so good job. I mean, he stopped playing Ken and Rashid to go with uh, Zeku. No, I'm just kidding. I know Angry Bird, Big Bird are two different people. I, uh, even, I even made the joke to him myself. Like, when, when, like, Big Bird, like, tweeted about it. And I was like, hey, congratulations on winning a ranking event in Street Fighter V with Zeku. And I was yeah. like, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> he said so many people congratulated him after Angry Bird That makes sense. <laughs> uh, Guilty Gear Extra Rev 2. Fourth was D.O. Ken Deep with Kum. And third was Guac.fr Shenzo with Dizzy. Second was Knifey 7 with Soul. And winner was GG player Elfeld. Okay. Tekken 7. Fourth was Wanted D. Tinky Boobies with Kuma, Panda, and Lee. I'm just reading it off the page, dude. <laughs> Don't blame me. Third was Kalak with Lily. Yeah, he has to inspect it. Kalak with Lily and Katarina. Second place, ELS Doug from Paris with Steve, Paul, and Geese. And winner was Connix, Gunny, Jack7, Geese, Nina, and King. Okay. There you go. Tinky boobies. Tinky boobies. B-O-O-B-I-Z. There you go. Correct. It's not lewd, all right? It's. I mean, I think it's supposed to be pronounced... Boabiz. Of course, of course. Definitely no, you're Boabiz. Right. You're, right. you're right. You just you just have a dirty mind. No, you're right. right. <laughs> yeah, my bad. And then among last among the big tournaments that happened this past weekend, there was a bunch. Uh, third straight CPT premier event in Asia. Yeah, uh, which is pretty wild. It was really backlog. And it's just not stopping because next week there's going to be more. There's going to be four more premieres in the next three weeks. Right, right. Which is crazy. Dreamhack, so, Montreal yeah. this coming weekend, SCR. Uh, then there's going uh, to be... Um, uh, oh, maybe I was including this past weekend as well. Okay, China okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. In any case, a lot of stuff's going on. Yeah. Uh, so this event was, before we talk about the results, a little weird. Mm-hmm. If you look at the brackets, if you look at the pools, there were, I feel, clearly shenanigans. So they claim that the, that the pools were random, and if you look at every pool, every pool has strong players, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like they were like they gave the Chinese players nobody in their pools. However, if you look at the pool distribution, even within the pool, uh-huh. on one side of the pool will be Bupkis and a Chinese player, and then. I think a first round matchup was Itazan versus Gachikun. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I mean, come on. I like, mean, it's... was it more than one? More than Shaohai? Was it? Actually... Yeah, other people too. Yeah. Dang, in fact, okay. in fact, that's how 
Well, that's part of the reason that some of the players who got into top eight got into top eight. They they played really well. I don't want to undersell mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, that's certainly I think part of the of the reason. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of things too. You weren't allowed to use. You were only allowed to use certain costumes for the character for a lot of the female characters in the game. Indeed, although amusingly, they didn't specify what Laura has to wear. Right, because I think they just didn't have any options. They were probably like. You just can't pick one. Yeah, uh, they were probably like, uh, none of them work. Oh, well, what are we going to do? Um, yeah, that was weird. Well, I, you know, whatever. ESPN had that kind of r- right, restriction, right. and it's like not then, unheard of for us. I guess they didn't enforce the whole, you have to wear our jerseys thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? So read. if you didn't have a sponsor, they were just, oh, it was a recommendation. Right. Of course, there was also no shorts and no all these other things. So Oil King, what does Oil King do? And then UIU actually came out, and Jinhee, the, the CEO of UIU, was like, actually, that is, his shorts are his official UIU jersey right. uniform. Right, because you, if you were a sponsor player, you had to wear your uniform. Right, yeah, yeah, Everybody uh-huh. else was, I mean, it seemed to me to read, like, you have to wear whatever they provide for you, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. a t-shirt that they had. I guess it was a recommendation. But yeah, the way that he got around it was... <laughs> His official uniform is that right, he wears short uh-huh. shorts. And the best hilarious. thing about it is when he wins, like he comes out on stage and he's just like... He won! It's yeah, so perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that is great. Yes. So, I mean, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird tournament. Um, the Chinese market is not one that Capcom can ignore, of course, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. this is a, it's, a, it's an issue that a lot of companies have run up against. This is, I think, the third year in a row where there has been some kind of weird stuff at a, at a Capcom Pro Tour event in China. Really? Like weird bracket Seating stuff, weird, yeah. you know, some something goes strange about it. And I think it's been a different crew each time, but that, I guess, I guess frankly speaking, that's something that they put up with, right? Like, it's not, it's not like they can say, all right, all of China, we're going to ignore you. You just... Are you saying sh- China is full of shady people, David? Is that what you're trying to imply here? Is well, that, are you trying to imply that my people, that my heritage is full of... I mean, it, it, they are, but, you know. <laughs> not an easy... Uh, my Asian parents had one of those little boxes that you can, like, watch movies on and everything like that. And so my dad was like, PCR? this thing is like... Well, it's like... It was like a streaming service, right? But it's okay. like one of those behind, like, there's, like, apps on it. He's like, this thing is so great. You can watch all the movies that are currently out in theaters right now. Okay. I'm like, because it's illegal, Dad. And he's like, can't be illegal. There's no, I'm like, it's made by Chinese people. Oh, it's, okay. All right. It was actually on the physical, like, the physical box allowed you to do it? Yeah, they have, like, a streaming service. It was, like, obvious, like a, I mean. It was, like, a Netflix streaming service, but they have, but the thing is, the box doesn't have anything on it. It's just a box okay, that okay, runs okay. apps. Right, right, But right, right. the apps happen to work, right. so the people selling the box, they can't, you know, oh, hey, okay. yeah. hey. Oh, that'll know? work yeah, for sure in exactly. court law. Yeah, exactly, so. <laughs> I was just like I was like he was like he can't be I was like, I was like of course it's illegal dad it's yeah. done by Chinese people <laughs> <laughs> uh, also didn't your parents own like a video store they like, did but they stopped at no the I know store. but yeah, like yeah. shouldn't he I feel like that's something he should know about <laughs> I don't know it's the internet dude it's uh, the internet so. in, in the meanwhile uh, I taught my mom how to file share illegally and uh, she does it regularly <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway uh, um, so, the uh, I think that's it for as far as the weird stuff goes at okay. the tournament. Uh, but uh, like, like I said, it's so it's it's strange to me that this Chinese event would have the uh, 
premier event, but not, but nobody in Latin America, right? It's yeah, 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 um, yeah. on on the one hand, that's that's weird to me because I know that some of the events in Latin America are run very well, but that's not all that is. That's not the only consideration, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The other consideration is China is a huge, huge market. You have to satisfy it. They have so many players. Mm-hmm. Like they have so many people who would watch, who would enter. Yeah, I mean, they had a Hong Kong event just just like the weekend sure. before. Yeah, but you know, they gotta have the pure the the, the right China, mainland China. China. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, don't worry. If she gets in trouble, she knows a copyright lawyer. <laughs> 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 but she'll be all right. So Street Fighter Five was the big one there. Top eight were seventh places, Tsu four 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 with Balrog, mm-hmm. and Pithead with Fang, Chinese player. Nice. Um, that's really cool. Fifth places were Atlas Bear Storm Kubo with Abigail and Huang Yang Mian. Why don't you uh, take it for a spin? Huang y- Yang Mian. Mian. All right. Mian. Cool. That's, yeah. Zeku fourth. CYG BST Fudo with Mika. Third was Fudo Fujimura with Ibuki. Second place, Echo Fox Momochi with Colleen and Akuma. And winner was UIU Oil King with Rashid. Nice. There you go. Oil King winning. This was premiere, right? So winning premiere. his uh, first premiere. And so congratulations to him. And I, I, I was even reading about some of the stuff. I think the UIU guys were tweeting about how at one point in time he was even questioning, like, can he still can he win because right. he just hasn't won something and he finally won one and it was a premiere and it was a stacked premiere as well so yeah ah, very very impressive good job to him definitely yeah. uh, the really only oil king. you know the only <coughs> so Alex Myers traveled out there he did get ninth place just outside of it I think he's the only American who that I heard of who went he's the only one in top 16 in any case like I know a bunch of other like Justin was out there, but I don't think he oh, was, was there for that. I think he was there for something else and he okay. didn't enter. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ninth places were Abao, Moke, Gachikun, Myers. Thirteenth were Hot Dog Twenty Nine, Nemo, Itazan, and Gafro. So there's mm-hmm. there's some really good players out there. Right. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, that was Street Fighter. I think that was all they ran. Yeah. Again, kind of a weird tournament. I really hope that that settles down in some way, and that uh, you know, fine. If there are restrictions, like on what costumes you can, yeah, wear, yeah, yeah. That's, that's 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 one thing. Yeah, that's one uh, thing. Uh-huh. St- stuff like weird bracket stuff where they claim it's random. It mm-hmm. sh- first of all shouldn't be random, right? It should right. be seated. Well, here's second of all, if it's going to be random, you know, that's not random. Premier event should already be mandated that you use the Capcom Pro Tour standings yeah. to seed your players. That should be a rule in place already, I think. Like, I I can't see why a premiere event wouldn't. You know what I mean? That just seems really odd to me, so. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Justin was there last weekend. He was there this weekend. Okay. That's, he was at PAX this weekend. That's right, because the Army event was also at PAX oh, this right. weekend, too. Yeah. There was a so. fun finale to that. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, shady event. Uh, hopefully, at some point, they will get... Good events mm-hmm, in China because mm-hmm. the uh, players there deserve it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. Uh, That's it for events that I have. So there was the army event that was out over there. Uh, I forgot the name of the guy who won, but uh, Frank is trash. I think got second place with Ryu, and okay. he just couldn't beat the guy who was using Guile. So the, the Guile, the Guile player won. I forgot what his name was, uh, but yeah, Ringe, Justin, and Flo did that. So did the army stuff in packs. So. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. All right. 
there's no mandate for how to seed brackets for CPT. I just feel like, um, yeah, uh, it was like that. Music G or something like that. Oh, that does sound right, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, but he was a really good guy player. Okay. He was really good. So, um, congrats to him. I know a lot of people were trying to root for Frank as Trash because he was using Ryu, right? right. So, low-tier hero, but... Yeah, you know. yeah, I definitely think that the CPT should look at rules for seeding. I'm with you that they should enforce uh, winner's finals then... Loser semis. Loser semis, yeah. right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want the tours to have that much control over how tournaments run things, but when it comes to things like that that are sort of important to be run across the same way at multiple events, then mm -hmm. I'm, I'm down for that stuff at least. Well, it's interesting because, we're, we're, you know, Curly, obviously, Curly W is a big seeding person. Yeah. He's good at making brackets, and he's saying he's not a fan of using the C CPT standings for seeding an event. So. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that that's, that needs to be how it should be run but I think that you could create a system that maybe you could approximate at least using the mm -hmm. CPT standings you know I, I don't know I, I mean there's a lot of good resources out there rank.showduke.com yeah, sure. is a good resource out there as for well sure. so yeah. uh, or, or at least just have like the same crew of people who seated each time mm -hmm. so they can be consistent I don't know right, um, right. I actually didn't bring it up I forgot to uh, did we talk about the spies that made the Chinese players lose? One of the Chinese players after the event <laughs> said right. that uh, he was trying to publicize the players, the strong players in China. Here's here's this player. Here's who they use, so so that people could get to know them, mm -hmm, right? Because mm -hmm. the rest of the world we kind of don't know them as well as right, maybe we right. should. Uh -huh. And it turns out that those players, some of them anyway, were mad at this guy for, for outing them. Yeah, for exposing their tech and for stuff exposing like that. them. But it was also because the person who did it, I think, isn't doesn't he have like ties to like the he's done work in Japan before? So oh, I don't know that. I think like they were they thought that he was doing it because he was just trying to help the Japanese players sure. win or something sure. like that. Anyway, so. keep keep those random brackets over there. <sighs> okay. Um, so that's it. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. Four events. You mm -hmm. wanna take a break? Uh, well, like I said, the army stuff happened. Uh, yeah, Music G won that one. Uh, I thought there was something else, but there's just like, there's like seven thousand events are going on. But yeah, let's take a break. Cool. And when we come back, uh, we will go over some more stuff. So, News. All right. And we'll debate it. Be right back, guys. Be right back. I forgot to switch the thing. Oh well, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. They're pointing at me, man. They're pointing at me. I don't like it. People can't stop talking about your chops, dude. The chops. Chops. Maybe that's why it worked in Wait. college. It was just like an unusual thing. Uh, well, I mean, in college, it or was kind of all about being trying to stand out. And it was like when you yeah. discover that you want to try to be unique. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. So, I started growing these when I was 15. And the reason that I did was that it was such a novelty. Like, very few of my friends could grow a beard at all at that point. Oh, and I right. and I came yeah. to school. This is so okay, so. Okay. During the summer, between freshman and sophomore year, is when I really realized that I could grow a beard. <laughs> and so you know, I was hanging out with some friends during that time, but you know, you don't see most people at school until the next school year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I came to school the next school year with these sick chops, 
Sick goatee, man. Full-on goat. <laughs> all the guys were like, what? I'm sure all the girls were like, did you see what David did to himself? <laughs> but, you know. Sure, they were like, oh, David with the mutton chops. Ooh, oh, yeah, I bet. Swooning, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. It's funny. Oh, man. I'm trying to grab It was the 70s. It was not. Although, I did, for Halloween, go as a disco guy for probably four years in a row. Wait, for how you went as a disco guy four yeah. years in a row? Because I already had the chops. It was too obvious of a costume, and I was super did lazy. You have the, did you have the white shirt? Were you like the John Travolta kind of disco guy? Uh, with the it white? was a, more like a... It was a little sluttier of a leisure suit, I would say. Was it Was it more like with disco the, stew? It was or? a little bit more like disco stew, full chest hair out, okay, okay, a gold okay. chain, and, you know. Would my wife be attracted to past David? Well, I can tell you her response to these chops right now. <laughs> not a big fan. Oh, man. I don't remember if I ever told this story on the show... But um, one time, I was in a frat, and one time I went to this party with a sorority in our frat, and uh, I had, at the time, had these chops, but I also had a mullet, right? I told the story? Yeah, I think you did, yeah, where the girl was Yeah, the girl saw me trying to dance with her, and her friend and her, like, looked at me. No. Anyway, she turned around and looked at me, and she was like, oh, hell no, and she walked away. Oh, man, it's too funny. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Oh, man. Uh, lots of stuff happened. Yeah, you finished your food already, huh? Oh, I was really hungry, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually pretty hungry right now, too. Need to get some food at some point in time. And uh... Man, I probably could have killed it back in the day if I had not had a goatee and a mullet. And if I had showered. Like, imagine. In college, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you would have been quite a something. You would have been a catch, man. I might have been right? a catch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> too funny. That's true. You did have five different hairstyles at the same time. Uh, oh, there was also a... Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Australian online radar event. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Oh dang! I'll, okay, I'll, I'll talk about this because I'm I'm, I'm being a little biased here. So uh. I was not a stereotypical frat boy. I mean, our frat was definitely all nerds. We played video games. We had a study night. Like we're, but that that said, at Berkeley, there were really only a couple of stereotypical frats. Everybody at that school is a nerd to some degree. So it was not. I don't think it was like a typical frat atmosphere. And the, the couple times when I went to other schools that did have very classical frat atmospheres, I hated it. Like, I went to... So I was in the frat called Sig Ep, Sigma Phi Epsilon. And I went to Penn State one time, uh-huh. which is, like, maximum frat boy territory. Okay. And I went to the Sig Ep house to try to just party, you know, and say, hey, guys, uh-huh. I'm here. I don't know anybody. What's right. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, God, they were just insufferable. I hated it. <laughs> I just, I hated being around them constantly. That's funny. Uh... <laughs> So I don't think I would have joined a frat at most schools, but at Berkeley it made sense. Okay, okay. All right, I think I got all this. All stuff right. Here, so, all right, let's do this. Let's jump back into yes. the show.
hey man, sig ups at some cool at some schools were cool. Some, I mean, it's it's at least at the time it was the frat that had the most uh, chapters in the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how it is now, but so that meant that there's a huge variety, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Like different frats, different schools are very different. So some that I met were really nice. They're basically the same kind of thing that my frat was, okay. and some of them were assholes. So, yeah. I mean, it sounds that's like, how it goes, so, right? I mean, that sounds like everything, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so. Let's discuss if you could move the old yes good thing call. over the thing. Thank you. Uh, five five matchup. So <clears throat> on the docket, of course, as we discussed last week, the shooting in Jacksonville has been a big deal, and it's made everybody think about security more than before. Mm-hmm. We weren't ignoring it really, as we discussed. Some events have been implementing security measures already even first attack had some in the we had that's the, true they searched everybody they did they opened up the bags like they had the little wands and everything like that to make sure, sure. yep that mm-hmm. is true uh evo had some stuff first uh final round required see-through bags mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ceo had bag check yeah, and it's going to get more so in upcoming events you know since the jacksonville attack definitely and uh one of the ones that was announced for that was scr which said that they're going to up the security on that and one of the things that they said was you know they're obviously going to do a bunch of stuff you know obviously bag checks etc etc but one of the things they announced was going to be that you have to open up your joystick and so if you are a person who doesn't have one of those TEs that opens up or, you know, the joysticks that can, a Quamba Dragon, for example, that's like hinged, very, right? yeah, a hinged. If you have one that has to be unscrewed, they're going to unscrew your joystick and you know, check inside. This, when we were talking about it last week, I think I brought up that scenario as like exactly as something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I would not want to accept. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Like I'm willing to accept certain measures, but... You can't open everybody's right, stick, right? right? And then they went and announced it. It's it's not Chemba either, Olaf. It's Tremba. So the video that uh, he put out was actually wrong. Dang. He was like, this is how you pronounce it. And he put out the wrong pronunciation. That is funny. It's though. actually not Chemba. It's Tremba, which is exactly how you spell it the first time. Q-U-A-N-B-A. That is how you would spell it in pinging. That is officially... How it is. Tren, which of course means punch, a strike, a fist, which is the same as ken in Japanese, which is shoruken, hadoken, and all that stuff like that. Cool. So there you go. Definitely. Sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. So, so yeah, SoCal Regionals announced that they're going to have, that they're going to check through people's sticks. Now, I don't think it's that they're going to check through everybody's stick. Mm-hmm. I don't think, that it's, it's more like we could check your stick, mm-hmm. right? Um, now, a couple a couple things. So so my take on this is that I don't like it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. As I said before, that was like my worst case scenario of right. last week, which mm-hmm, now is real. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like it because I think it's an invasion of privacy and a big inconvenience. Yeah, 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 yeah and, for sure. Um, you know, with security, right? The question is like, uh, how much security are you willing to accept? Because at some point, you're going to impinge on other things, like right. inconvenience and right of privacy. Right. Uh, and and at, at, at some point, there's diminishing returns to, to the security. 
but the impingement against the other things becomes more and more drastic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to try to balance it. What are you going to say? No, I was just saying, because Say No to Weave says, check the ones who look suspicious, but that opens yourself to racial profiling, oh, right? Work, yeah. So obviously you're going to open all the joysticks of all the white people there because they're always oh, yeah. the ones that shoot the I'm places sure <laughs> Oh, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually accurate racial yeah. profiling Palmer. for... Uh, for um, you know, that actually is funny. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, <sighs> so anyway, uh, it, but it's it's not just that it's a big old inconvenience and it's a an invasion of privacy, but it's also mm-hmm. just it could be an invasion of warranty, right? People are concerned that if they open up their joysticks, that they right. they'll void their warranty. What's interesting is that. Uh, I mean, someone says that all fight sticks will be inspected. That was the kind of formal announcement out there. And then, but another thing, uh, just just speaking of Tremba or Kwamba, Tremba, I'll say Tremba just to be accurate. Uh, But they've actually said that they're going to, at SCR, they will log everybody's name down for the joysticks, the the, the, the Tremba joysticks that get open, and that will not void your warranty. So they will keep in mind, they will keep a record of that. So they're actually trying to go, you know, they're trying to, yeah. you know, trying to help it. it, help yeah, them out. Yeah, I mean, out, that's, so if you're, con- if you're somebody who's concerned about privacy, th- even worse is what if the company that, o- that sold your stick gets all of your contact information? Like that's mm-hmm. not a, it's not a good solution. Right. I understand that there are a few good solutions, but that's not a good one. I want right. to say about the warranty thing that opening up your joystick doesn't void your warranty. Legally speaking, that there that if they say that that voids your warranty, that's not enough to do so. Oh, or okay. Legally speaking, um, you have better consumer protections than that. So, okay. so don't be concerned that that actually is going to void your warranty. Mm-hmm. What may happen is that if it's opened and you return it to the joystick manufacturer, they may say this has voided your warranty. <laughs> it hasn't, but do you want to do the whole right, yeah, arguing yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, thing, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. You may have a problem on your hands gotcha. in that respect. So it's not legally speaking you're fine, but there may be more practical concerns. Uh, I also want to say about the, the fact that the, that the speech that, the, uh, that SCR put out seems to say that every single stick will be checked. It does say that, but I, and I didn't have any input in this. I would say that from a lawyer perspective, I would always say that. Right. And uh-huh, then uh-huh. I would choose to not do every single one. Right. But I would always want to st- sort of stake out more control for my client right. than um, maybe is absolutely necessary right. just and, for safety's sake. And hopefully, you know, if enough people bring it up and complain about it, maybe they'll try to find alternate methods or something like well, that. Well, I mean, so. I, I talked with Alex with uh, Valle, of course, as part of First the team that yeah, runs uh-huh. uh, SoCal Regionals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him I didn't like it, you know. I mean, I mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. I don't want to beat around the bush with him, this guy I like. So, um, his his response was that he's he's basically worried about the liability of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want to minimize that. I mean, look what's happening in Jacksonville right now. Some of the some of the people that were there who who experienced it are suing. Right. Right. So, like, there right. are people who are actually suing the venue and suing Madden at this point in right. time. So, yeah. You know. So I, I I understand that they're concerned about the liability, and if you if you take measures that, you know, are almost extreme, you can be. It's tough. It's tough to argue that there's any liability, right? Right. Mm-hmm. My well, one of my responses anyway to that was that um, the people who bring those lawsuits are not bringing them because they really think they're going to win. 
right? Sometimes, hmm. but um, but a better way to think about it is that there's a, there's sort of like a vengeance aspect to it, um, or like a hope aspect to it. So maybe some lawyer has told them that it's something that's going to work out. It's probably not. Okay. Um, but the it's just you have to deal with the hassle of it. Well, like I, what, what, I, what I what I mean to say is that the person who's bringing that lawsuit is not somebody who's doing it from a rational concern. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. despite whatever uh, steps you take, somebody's going to sue you. You that is to say, you can still be sued. Right. Of course. Of course. Whatever yeah, steps yeah, you yeah, take, yeah. you can mm-hmm, still mm-hmm, be sued. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would that work out? Probably not. It already probably won't work out. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. extra steps is going to make it also not work out, but you get sued anyway. Right. So I just, I just don't think that, there, that it's that effective a way to avoid liability is all. Uh, but I think, I think more importantly, what Alex told me was that there were people who, who were worried about sending their kids to SCR, right? Parents who, who wanted to know what SCR would do. And mm-hmm. so this is like a palliative measure so that SCR can show people, look, we're taking security seriously. Right. We're really doing some things. And he said that, in fact, quite a few people have decided to register since that announcement mm-hmm. because they feel Felt like safer. there's safe, right. yeah, yeah, more yeah. safety. So, hey, I get that. That makes sense to me. I do think that some people won't go because of it as well. I don't expect the numbers for either side of that to be high. Right. Right. Um, I don't think many people are going to go because of it or despite it are not going to go. Yeah. I mean, the only real thing that it comes down to is make sure you go down there half hour before your pool starts right definitely you know, get there just early. make sure you get there at a decent time man just don't and you know my my concern as well and this is something that i talked with briefly about with alex is is how are you gonna uh allow people to come in and out right because nobody right. goes into the into the tournament hall and mm-hmm, only stays mm-hmm. there oftentimes the bathrooms are outside right you'll want to get food outside You'll want to go back to your room. Right. I mean, any number yeah. of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be tougher to do if you have this thing to go through each time you come in and out, if they, in fact, do check every stick. Right. So what he mentioned is maybe there's some sticker you put on your stick, right? Some something, some mm-hmm, signifier. Mm-hmm. But how do you make it so that that's permanent enough that you can't just trade sticks, right? Yeah, on, or right. trade trade the sticker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And does anybody want to put a permanent thing on their stick just for right. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Something that if you peel off, it leaves behind the little, right. you know, yeah, like those VHS ideal, tapes. Right. I mean, I knew all about those so for because sure. my parents did own the video store, and Definitely. we had those silver stickers on everything. Although I tell you, I do know how to get them off. Okay. Yeah. So there's you got tech, little, huh? There's definitely ways little, to do little it. Little rubbing so, alcohol. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily rubbing alcohol, but something very close to that. So it's getting weird. Is it weird? No, it's not weird. It makes sense. It makes sense if I said is it what secret it is. tech. I don't know if it's secret tech or not. Is actually, it tricks of the trade. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I agree with Paul, who says that there are many places to hide a weapon. Um, it's just, it's just <laughs> peanut butter. What? Are, why did two people say peanut butter at the same time, dude? It's just wild. Uh, maybe, maybe that works. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't think so. I, I think that it's a, it's a big inconvenience. Obviously, uh, uh-huh. I also think it's a significant invasion of privacy. Not one that rises to any like legal concern. Right. Yeah, yeah, right? It's yeah, not yeah. a constitutional uh-huh. or legal issue. It's just, it's just for me a frustration. Uh, I am, I sort of, I understand why they do it. So I don't want to, I don't want to vilify them in any sense. Mm-hmm. I disagree with it. I think it's going too far. I hope other tournaments don't do the same thing. I understand why they did it. Are right. doing it. Right. And that's that, that's the toughest part is that they're kind of in this awkward position that they're going to be one of the first big, big events right. that have to deal with this, right? And they kind of, 
I feel like they have to set this precedent in a weird way. Again, like you said, I don't like it, but I was expecting this. I mean, even when it first happened, one of the first things I tweeted is, is this going to become a thing where we have to open up all our joysticks oh, really? now? That was one of the first things I tweeted. Okay. I was like, I was like, is this going to happen? Because I kind of knew it was happening. You know, I knew that this was going to be a thing. And so it's not a surprise to me. I don't like it. I don't know what the proper alternative, unless they can freaking get x-ray machines like get yeah. tsa x-ray machines but yeah but those are probably really expensive unless think. unless gaming generations buys one and rents it out to everybody you know Boy. what i mean like why not i mean that could that's be very expensive right you buy one i don't know well but that's what i mean they buy one but then every tournament that oh, uses it rents it from them right so there you go so yeah i think that it's both for liability and for pr but uh, you know, Angron says that they don't think that it sounds like good PR. I agree with that. That's the position that I also hold. But like I said, Alex told me that people have signed up because of this. Right. That uh-huh, this this uh-huh. sort of instills in them a sense that SCR is taking security seriously yeah, and I'm, that their kids will be safe there. When I tweeted out, you know, I was like, you know, don't let this scare you. Try to make it to events still. We can't, you know, let this kind of thing stop us from enjoying I had a lot of people that were just like, I'm too scared to go to these things yeah. anymore. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. And, you know, and literally for a lot of those people, this is a step that would probably make them feel safer about doing it, about yeah. going to these events. So, like I said, I don't like it. I totally get why they're doing it. You know what I mean? So, I can't, I know there was outrage. A lot of people were mad about it on, on the internets and stuff like that. Yeah. but. I can't even be that mad. You know what I mean? Like, par- I want to be mad about it, but like, part of me can't. I just can't be like, this is a bad idea because I don't even know. I don't even know if I truly believe it is a bad idea. Well, you know? I mean, it's not. It's not something that's going to significantly improve safety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Some right. people even in the chat are saying, I don't even know how this makes anyone safer. Right. No. And, and it's true. But- I, I think absolutely minimal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. minimal amount of extra safety. Um, it's 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 security theater, right. right? Every time you go through the TSA stuff, you're you're engaging in security theater. It's meant to make you feel safer. It doesn't actually make you that much safer. A little bit, not nothing, but it doesn't make you that much safer. Routinely, checks are are uh, of the system that go through show the failure rate at ninety percent and above. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not very effective. And, and frankly, all I had to do was go to. The airport, give a few thumbprints and a few, few right. fingerprints, pay $80 or whatever like that. Now they don't do anything. You know, I just walk through yeah. a metal detector because now I have pre-check. Right. It's, like, it's that just, wasn't very secure, let me tell of you. Course, you know, of course. They didn't do any background checks on me or anything like that. So Yeah, so it, it's it's just a show, which I think is absurd personally. I don't, I don't like this, and I don't, I don't want more security theater in the FGC. I also know that many people do like it. Uh, it's a it's a popular thing. They don't like it because they think it's security theater. They think it, they like it. Some people like it because it makes them feel safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I and I feel like part of the reason that it makes them feel safe is that they don't know that it's not actually that effective. <laughs> it, I think requires some ignorance there. Right. But nevertheless, people do feel safer. Some people anyway. And uh, that's you know I don't know how big that market is, but I feel like the market for security theaters got to be in the billions. Right. right? TSA buying who knows how much stuff constantly, mm-hmm. um, let alone other people. So it's it's a big it's a big thing. FGC is not the only group of people to deal with it. It's something that's going on for a long time. Yep. I hope that it doesn't grow. I hope that what you said 
maybe implied, is right, which is that SCR is very soon after Jacksonville, and maybe in a year we will have settled down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, th- I personally think that that's going to be the case because SCR is going to do it, and everyone's going to be like, "This is too crazy." And then the other events might back down from it a little bit, and then nothing will happen at a lot of those events. Knock on wood, and we should be okay. For sure, so. I definitely hope so as well. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to do something horrible, there's a million ways to do it. Um, it, it it's you, you can't. You know, it's very right. difficult anyway to to realistically stop everything. Right, and that's kind of what what, what you have my, to accept some, accept some risk in life. That kind of was my point about saying keep going to the events. You know, when people said they couldn't, I was like, that's hundred percent understandable. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to argue with to you because yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the thing about it is, if you're too scared to go to a video game event now, then you have to be scared to have your kids at school. Right, you have to be scared to go life. to a theater. You have to be scared to go to a waffle house. You have to be scared to go to a church. Yeah. You have to be scared club, to concert, go, yeah, to club concerts, work. everything. Now, there's no safe place at this point in time. Yeah, and that's the worst thing about it. That's that's the reality. That's the country we live in right now. Definitely is that right. We just have to be. Except, it's just like I said last week when when. The, the school shooting happened, and, and the reporter was talking to one of the surviving kids. They're like, are you surprised that this happened? And the kid was literally like, why? Like, we're in, I think it was a Texas. They're like, we're in Texas. Of course it was going to happen country. at some point in time. You know, like, they were like, it was going to happen sooner or later. Why should we be surprised? It's happening everywhere right now. And it was, like, one of the most, like, just revealing kind yeah. of responses. And, you know, shout out to that kid for having the... The know-how yeah. to even respond with that kind of maturity level, you know. So yeah, no, I mean, as we mentioned last week, the the solution here doesn't really come from the ground up in the sense that that we we have to patrol gun control in some effective way. It's just not practical, <laughs> right? Right. If there's going to be a practical practical solution, it has to come right. from the federal government, uh, and and I mean, in order to make that happen, there needs to be a groundswell, right? I don't right. mean to suggest that the people don't matter. It's it's just more that that the rules and regulations have to be consistent across the country. They have to be stricter stricter than they are, and until that kind of stuff occurs, you have to continue to expect, as this kid did, for more people to get killed. Mm-hmm. And if and if your personal philosophy or if your understanding of the Constitution is one that includes an interpretation of the Second Amendment as being an individual right that you can't that sort of guarantees you the right to self defense with a firearm. Um, you, just you have to accept that that includes mass shootings. Mass shootings. It's just mm-hmm. part of your philosophy. Uh, if you know, I m- many people obviously disregard that, right? They don't want to believe that. Um, I think it's important to recognize that that is the, the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't be easy to do. Can't be easy to reconcile. But I think that that's that's where we are. Uh, I, I hope that we make changes from the government on down. None of us can expect that to happen anytime soon. Um, so we have to do the things that we can, and I get that SCR is doing what it considers what it should be doing. I hope that other tournaments won't go as far, um, but like I said, I, I do understand why SCR is doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, yeah, agreed on all accounts. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, look, mental health is, is obviously a part of it, but every country in the world has mental health problems. It's yeah, not something that's uh-huh. unique to us. Much the same as with video games or whatever, like violent culture, something that most of the world has, and not many places, at least in sort of wealthier countries, mm-hmm. have I mean, gun shootings in the kind of way that we right. do. Obviously, there's something else. And then there's always the, you know, oh, if you take away guns, they'll knife everybody. 
Japan has more video games. Dude, have you watched some animes? Like, those things are violent as, as can be, right? And, yeah. and they don't have guns, and they have just as much mental health problems. They have of even course. more stress and more pressures in that country. And there's just not people going around stabbing 100 people. Not yeah, and by the way, if there are people who go around stabbing, right? Like, every country has violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, you get, if the weapon that's available to you is a knife... You get one person at a time, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. not getting 50 people at a time. It's a very different situation. Right. And, and, and also another thing, too, you know, just with the whole idea of mental illness. Yeah, it's a mental illness is a problem, but how do you solve that? It's, it's a harder thing to solve. For sure. And that's going to take a long, long time. In the time that it takes us to solve that, which could be decades, which could be forever, right? Because yeah. who knows what the hell's going on with the human brain half the time. Yeah. Um, oh, we don't have good health care anyway, right? Right, exactly. But in that time, just take away guns and you can, you can still work on mental health. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's, you, can, you, can, you can be doing both. Look, it's, I mean, as we discussed last week, it's not, I, I don't think it's practical to expect that every gun goes away. There are just right, too yeah, many yeah, guns yeah, in the U.S. Uh, uh, that's, that's sort of a different story than making it so that the sale of new guns is different. You can create buyback programs like people in Australia and other countries mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are solutions to cut down the number of guns, and there's obvious solutions to cut down the sale of new guns, right? Very clear. Mm-hmm. So there are things that we could be doing, right? right? Unless you don't want to. In which case, please understand that your philosophy includes mass murder. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we Alrighty. talked about this all last week. So, Indeed we did. Uh, let's move on to patch notes stuff over here. Unless there's anything else that you want to discuss in 5-5 matchup. All good. 5-5 yeah, matchup really is just bringing up whatever kind of kind of hot topic it is that's going on right now. So, But yeah. uh, let's talk about patch notes because a bunch of games have been patched. Well, Blaze Blue hasn't been patched yet. The notes are out. The notes are out. But Tekken 7 did get its patch. Season 2 is out. Season 2 of Tekken 7 is out. And uh, for the most part, there are definitely a couple of questionable things in there right now. Right? And, and I'm starting with the negatives right away. Because they're, they're very minor. Right? So uh, Lars has, I don't know if it's a glitch, but there, he, he was him. I think Katarina got a 13-frame launch punish. And Lars has a 12-frame launch punish kind of thing which just doesn't exist in the game because that's just the way the game is designed. Nobody has a 12 frame move. You nobody has the ability to punish minus 12 into a launch combo most okay. of the time. It's you know, they do a lot of things to balance, but uh, I think Katarina had a 13 frame punish now that goes into a launch, which is unusual. Most okay. of them are like 14 frames or slower. Uh, and then Lars had one that works off of like um, a 12 frame, it's like forward 2 1 or something into like uh, rage drive or something like that, but it like it, it, you can do like up like seventy some damage off of punishes where you're not supposed to take that much damage. Is that intentional? I don't know because someone described the Lars one as a glitch. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe they just didn't realize that it worked. However, Harada and Michael uh, Mike Mike Murray, Murray Mike Murray uh, have both said. Please let us know things that you think are potentially broken. They're like, don't give us things like, please buff this character. Right, like, right, just right. tell us things that you think Actual, are yeah. like are broken, and we will try to fix those things. Amazing that they put that out there. On yeah, uh-huh, that's so uh-huh. cool. Yeah, so uh, I guess that they are going to try to fix some of those things, and so you know, I'm not too worried about those. But outside of that, 
everybody else's reaction to the patch so far has just been gangbusters. People are like, oh my god, this is so great. Like, oh, they did a great job. This game is crazy. Like, oh, I, I love I read this. that people weren't happy about Gigas. He got like something that was super good nerfed. It was just like his one two, which was like supposedly like one of his best things. Yeah, was nerfed and, and, and nerfed. Yeah, and yeah. I'm he not, wasn't great, right? He he's like one of the worst characters. He's always been one of the worst characters. So yeah, it doesn't really make any sense what they're doing with Gigas, but okay. I guess Gigas and Zangief get to go and cry in some beers right now or something like that. <laughs> dude, so yeah, all right. But um, folks I mean, are saying by the way that the Lars thing is not a launcher, but it's just like. From the wall or with rage. Yeah. Near okay, the wall. Or okay, with rage. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not technically a launcher then, yeah. I guess. So, um, but it's just anything that's supposed to be minus 12 or minus 13 isn't supposed to be generally that punishable, okay. right? That's just a rule that's in right. the game that they just kind of built into the game. I think there is one or two 13 frame launches, but they're like rare situations uh, that you have to do, that, okay. that, that you get advantage of. So, okay. But, um, I mean, for the most part, a lot of people said that they seem to really like it. I mean, the wall bounce thing is really cool. Lei and Anna has been added in there, and Lei is... Oh, man, Lei is... Well, Did you try him out? I haven't tried him, but I just know he has, like, 19 stances yeah, or something like that. So right? I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're already upset about the com- yeah, uh, complexity. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to learn all these characters right now. But, I mean, I'm going to keep playing it, and, oh, God, but it's just... You should. It's tough. Like, part of me almost feels like I can't. Oh, you can like, do. because I just don't have the time to play because I want to play Guilty Gear and Unist and BB Tag and Street Fighter all at the same time. But I'm, I, I got to keep trying. I got to keep I trying. Agree. And it's just tough because, like, you run into freaking Eddie. And yeah, Eddie's. The thing about it is, he's the character that if you don't study, you die, right? right he's right. literally designed... He's been doing that since Tekken 3. Right, yeah. People have hated him since then, even though he's not even top tier in this game. Like, he's not even considered... He's good, yeah. but he's not top okay. tier. But, like, if you don't know him, you're just going to die. All you're right. just going to die. <laughs> and so... And then you go spend all this time studying him, and then you're not even going to run into that many mm. Eddies online. You know, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaking. Anyways, well, I, uh, I mean, I opened up Tekken. I don't play very often, but I open it up. Mm-hmm. Um, did they change the way that it looks? The, the the menu is much nicer. Okay, yeah, that's now. what I thought because I, I thought it looked great. Yeah, I, uh-huh, the menu looks. I not, don't remember hating it, but it looks it looks fancier. Yeah, 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 it is definitely fancier. I was definitely that's cool. Uh, okay. Like, oh yeah, I mean Eddie won a major, but I mean that was John Ding, and he's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, so. he's pretty good at the game. Yeah, John Ding is kind of good. good. So, I mean, Rangchi was getting top eights with. Bears, right? right? So, I mean, they're obviously considered a little bit low tier, so. All right. Uh, anything else to say in particular on the Tekken patch? Um, uh, dude, my favorite thing on both of these patches so far is that both of the patches have killed the websites. Like, that makes right. me happy. Right. Like, there's something about that that just warms my heart. Yeah, yeah like, Tekken Te- came out and everyone's like, oh, go check the match. And then, same thing, BB Tag came out. Everyone went to the website. The fact that the sites got murdered, like, makes me happy to know that that's that kind of interest that exists out there. That as yeah. soon as the patch comes out, everybody wants to go and read them. For and sure. Th- to me, there's a little bit of joy in that. It, so. it shows excitement, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, but yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at the notes because I was too salty about Eddie when they came out, 
and I was researching Eddie, and people were like, hey, look, these patch notes are out, and I was like, look at them later, and I was like... Bummer. Well, we can do that now. Yeah, so what, I mean, what did you get? There's not that much else to talk about, so... Sure, uh, what else do you... What, what else do we this. got here? So, so yeah, uh, the patch notes are accessible now. The site's no longer mm-hmm, dead, mm-hmm, so you can check mm-hmm, it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes out on the 11th, which is soon. That's next week. Nice. September Five 11th. Five days. Yep, that's right. Uh, and I, I, w- I would... So I haven't checked out as thoroughly as I'd like to yet, but I did skim through. And I would say it's a pretty hands-off patch. Really? Because I heard there was a, a lot of like maybe I missed stuff. Things. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But so w- one of the things that I do like is that uh, in the system changes, the reversal action. So you do DP and you get damage afterward. The damage that's following up after that will all deal red health. That is to say, if you do oh. if you do assist DP right uh-huh, DP uh-huh. tag, and you get a combo out of it, as some characters can do. That's not going to be as valuable for you anymore mm. because it's recoverable life. Interesting. So everybody was sort of wondering how they would deal with DP tag, and this is, I think, part of how they're doing that. And I think that you know there are maybe like more direct ways to deal with that, mm-hmm. right? Like get rid of attack boxes or whatever people have talked about. Right. But uh, this is one way that at least makes it so that it's. I mean, how many characters could combo off of a DP? Because most of the DPs lasted long enough that it was really hard to combo uh, off of that, right? Tager wall can. I don't oh, really? Know. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wall Because once you call DP and assist, you can't switch to the other guy, can you? Once you've activated uh, it? You know, I don't know. Not once you've activated because The call right, has yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So, hmm. Yeah. Oh, but I guess a lot of characters can do that. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, for example... Uh, I'm sure more more can with walled 6P because it's just so good for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He's just okay. very effective at it. So. Okay. Probably a bunch. Um, anyway, there's some other changes. Uh, DPs have minimum guaranteed damage, for example, now. Uh, burst is no longer available while blocking from an opponent who's uh, in resonance. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay. Because yeah. obviously the once they were in resonance, increases. you couldn't burst when you were getting hit. Right. But they're taken away from block. From block. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of things that are written there, dude. Yeah, I don't think that they're major. Okay. Increased red health gauge recovery speed. Oh, really? As well as extended the effective time, time of, of increased, increased skill, skill gauge. gauge recovery. Fix an issue or is also okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so more healing, I guess, when okay. it comes to switching around, which is cool. So maybe that'll make it so that matches don't feel like sometimes they end instantly, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Okay. Uh, and then when it comes to character changes, you know, I, I'm going to be frank, I don't know many of the characters strongly enough to, <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, say yeah, like yeah. what uh, each uh, one needed. So right. when I was going through this, some of them were just, I don't know, what does it mean for Noelle's... You know, zero gun Fenrir enlarge the hitbox of the first hit. That sounds like a buff. Right, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I just mm-hmm. don't know enough about what was wrong with her to say, like, whether that's a well-targeted right. buff. exactly. I just, you know. I'm just curious about what happened to my character. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the first thing I checked out, too, of course. Uh, who, who do you want me to look for? Uh, what about Orie? Uh, I actually heard Orie got buffed. Yeah, I think that is true. Um, so... Assist aerial B to me, commander changed behavior and increased frame advantage after landing. Which one is aerial B to me? I don't know. I hate. Oh, anyways, yeah. Uh, neutral assist extended the hitbox downward. 
Okay, okay. Um, back plus assist, extended unteckable time, raised blowback height. Oh, okay, because the, the, the back assist, people flipped out of it the instant you came okay. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the tiger knee move. Okay, okay, okay. The B version where the guy hops over. Oh, I wonder if they, if they change the way it behaves. I wonder if that that ruined my. It's gonna ruin my my, my new trick that I just got with okay. that. So. Uh, but what about Blake? Like I Blake, just gotta yeah, imagine yeah. Blake got nerfed or something because people oh, hate her, so. right? So. Um, dash cancel during certain moves increased frame advantage. Normal throw oh, increased really? frame advantage, okay. making it easier to follow up, so you can combo out of throws better. And then back uh, assist raised blowback height. Hmm. Oh, extended okay. the effective time and increased the shadow effect. Okay, because nobody used clones at all. Like, nobody uses those clones at all, so... Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, so the good question from Wasik, is anyone nerfed other than Ruby? As I was going through, it didn't really seem like it. Really? Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, I mean, cool. I mean, obviously, I may have missed some stuff, but Ruby... They I mean, enlarged I'm, some hurt boxes on her. Uh, uh, I think that's about it. What about Gordo? I don't think Gord got touched that badly. Let me see. Interesting. Um, I mean, no, Olaf almost, says tiny nerves. Almost, almost nothing. Um, Clash Assault extended the collision box downwards. Well, so maybe it, so he just doesn't jump over certain things or something like that? Uh, I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mortal Slide Divest. Is that, what is that? That's, I think. Is that 2B? No, I thought that was just where he drops the thing down, isn't it? Oh, she can only do two lights in a string now? That's big for Ruby, actually. Because that was really annoying. Oh, change the maximum number of times this can be used in a single chain to two. That is Speaking huge. of standing A and crouching A. Because that the is thing is, she used to be able to go A, 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 and all of those were jump cancelable yeah. on block. So then she can go to jump C into instant overhead. So you had to block these lows and this high at the same time. It was really annoying, so okay, that's good, that's good. Who who lost gun loops? Who had gun loops in this game? Hmm. Anyways, okay. Mortal Slide is the scythe going forward and then he pulls it towards okay. him. Oh, it's that one. The yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, well, I'll definitely... Oh, what did they do to Yuzu? Nothing. Yuzu has nothing there. Yeah, some characters got very light. Fixed an issue where the hits. Yeah, this is all scene. like yeah. yeah. That character's so good, dude. That character's yeah. still so good. I'm actually starting to learn some more shenanigans with uh, with with uh, Jubei. I just need to take it online Jubei. and see if it actually works now. Increase, they gotta have given some yeah, yeah, buffs, they, they, dude. Yeah, they did. Increase the frame advantage of the first and second hit on BB. Okay. Uh, second form Demon Fox follow up version increase frame advantage reduce knockback yeah that's good what's Demon Fox uh, I'm not sure which one that is but I mean increase frame advantage just sounds good to me so okay um, Black Panther that's the one where he does the spinny uppercut thing which I don't understand oh okay so they oh Demon Fox is overhead slash okay 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 yeah because the problem with the the Black Panther is like. You can chain all your stuff into Black Panther. You can charge Black Panther. Like, you can freeze it and stuff like that. But the thing is, it has no invincibility. So it was like a terrible frame trap. Like, nobody ever hit buttons in the middle of that and got hit. And then if you charged it and delayed it and hit them with the fully charged version, you did extra damage, but you couldn't combo anymore. So if you hit them with the regular one, you could combo off of it. But if you hit them with a the charged one, which sounds like it should give you more reward, you actually didn't get it. So that move, I, I don't know. That move is weird. So yeah, a, a lot of characters didn't really get anything, and, and I think in particular, 
the newest characters didn't get much. Like my got basically yeah, because I don't think that they knew enough about them yet to yeah. be able to change them. So I think it's fine. No, I, I I'm, def- fine. I'm definitely yeah. with that. Um, Tager and Wald both got very slight buffs, like more quality of life Dude, stuff. They all they needed to do to Jubei to make him a little bit better was just make it so that the freaking. 2C actually combos in situations. That move is so goddamn slow. Like, I don't know why that move just never actually hits anything. Uh, Yukiko got buffed a little bit. I, mean, so I see a lot of stuff, her. yeah. yeah. Um, reduced recovery on stuff, reduced landing recovery on stuff. Uh, uh, change the maximum number of hit of it can be used in a single chain to three. Okay, so you can do more in a chain. Um, yeah, she. I mean, she definitely. So, fire flame. I mean, flame level increased the damage boost rate of each level. That sounds really nice. Yeah, but I'm definitely uh, what, what I was saying when that tri- that triggered like go check uh, Jubei. But yeah. I've definitely been finding some newer crazy things off of his little stupid air cat dash I feel like thing. That, yeah, that, that makes sense. But the thing is, it all involves needing Mitsuru. I mean, sorry, the, your partner Yuzu oh, of or course. anybody else uh, yeah, to part, be alive. But one of them on block always drops you behind them. And so some of them, they, he always lands in front, but one of them, he'll always land behind you. And that is a scary situation because then it's just get ready to guess which mm-hmm. way to block. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's really Good. tough. So, yeah. That sounds great. So I'm actually really being excited That's great. For, that, for this character. So. I'll uh, press Dragon Punch. We'll have, to play, we'll have to play again at some point in time because Olaf came over when we sure. played. I know Olaf has been getting better at the game He's now, too. It. Yeah, and he was uh, complaining to me yesterday about some characters. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But then maybe the three of us can play and I'll stream it this time. That sounds so, awesome, man. Yeah, okay. Did you see my mix-up? I did see your mix-up. I'm surprised they didn't nerf any of that stuff yet. Because, so, I mean, honestly, the... The 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 the, the fin- gadget finger gadget like dropping bi- into putting them down <laughs> is super good. So super after good. I put that video out, uh-huh. uh, I say uh, I put a video on Twitter out about Wald Tager set play. Uh-huh. They both can do restands into side switch mixups right, yeah, or safe yeah. jumps from any combo starter. Um, it's very useful. It's uh, meterless except if you use Tager Sparkle. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, once I put that out, I figured out a sick new thing where. If you do um, Gadget Finger Ender, there's a setup where Wald will start from farther away than mm-hmm, the current mm-hmm, than the mm-hmm. one that I showed, and then you can do a super jump into Jump A, and um, it's extremely ambiguous. And there's basically <laughs> no way to know which side it's going to end up uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. I tried it a bunch of times in a row, and I didn't know which side I was going right, to end up on all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and keep in mind that you can jump cancel that Jump A into further pressure okay, if you'd okay. like so you could do you know it's basically like a five-way mix-up right like mm-hmm. it's it's mix up it's a cross up on one side or low on one side or from overhead from the front low from the front or just empty jump command grab yeah, just mashing dp Good at luck. that point in time right? yeah well it's a safe so, jump yeah. unless he does oh, yeah, empty jump that's low. right that's right yeah so okay you're basically screwed uh, anyway, yeah, they they slightly buff both Wald and Tager, but like no no big deal. Um, the the Tager stuff is uh, Atomic Collider reduced knockback distance, so you can combo mm-hmm. out of it better, okay. which is nice. Uh, uh, distance between Tager and the opponents reduced upon hit, but less frame advantage. Uh, neutral partner skill and travels more, which is nice. Sometimes it was hard to punish stuff with it, punish bursts and stuff. So um, yeah, it's just like quality of life stuff. Okay. Nothing, nothing okay. that's major. Cool. Cool. 
The team yeah. is still really strong. I mean, it's surprising because King got a lot of good quality of life stuff in Tekken as well. So I was kind of happy about that. He really didn't get any nerves at all. Good. So it's happy. Um, so they, you know, did some very slight stuff to Jin, like really no big deal at all. I, it, it seems to me like it's a pretty hands-off patch compared to maybe what I was concerned about, mm-hmm. because uh, you know I've played. I used to play Blaze Blue, and I know that that game changed drastically between versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've, but I mean I've, that's I've, full versions, though. That could still happen when we come out with, uh, you know, fair enough. Uh, BB tag extend, right? For sure. So, oh, you're, you're right. You're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I've heard about what happens in gear. People aren't happy about it. So I was a little concerned that there was mm-hmm. going to be that kind of thing that, that came in this game, and I don't think that there was. So I'm, I'm happy that it was as hands-off as it is. I'm happy that they did buff characters who seemed like they needed it. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. happy that they didn't over-nerf or even really nerf that much, or if at all, some of the top-tier characters. Just yeah. give us time to figure it out. So I, I, I really like it. I'm, I'm very happy with the patch. Yeah. Okay, very happy okay. with the patch. Yeah, well, I mean, coming out next week, I can't wait to play some of Definitely. it. Definitely. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> that setup so stupid. Which one? Oh, that's the Tagerwald oh. Vortex. Because <laughs> basically okay, any okay. hit out of it. So any hit leads into it. But then any hit leads back into it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. a Vortex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously there's Burst. So if you're playing against a Wald Tager who's doing that stuff, maybe you want to hang on to your partner meter and not spend it on assists and stuff. <laughs> Which makes it easier for them to get in. Shoot. So all I'm saying is, may Hulk Hagar live forever. Okay, well, we want to get into some game news over here. Yeah, what else is going on? All right, so let's see here. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to go back and try new Yukiko now, which was the first zoning team that I tried learning, and I just didn't think that Yukiko could keep it up. So now I want to go back, and uh, they both been buffed, and uh, Yukiko more substantially. So I'll definitely give that a look again. Okay, so there was a Dragon Ball Fighters Australian online Dragon Radar event that took place, and uh, that one was won by Zed with uh, Piccolo Tien Goku Black, so he'll be flown out to the Saga event of his choice. Oh, now. wow. So second place was Kanga Dilo, uh, third place was Salty Pete, and fourth place was VSDS Somniac. Oh, so nice. Just wanted to mention All that, time. just so that we know that that was there as well. Um, some other event information here. So uh, at SoCal Regionals, which we talked about pretty extensively, there will be a Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown side tournament. Cool. So if you're interested in Virtual Fighter, I mean, I know there's a lot of SoCal Virtual Fighter players, you know, in there. So you see, even Virtual Fighter, not a dead fighting game. So nope, still alive. People are still playing that game here. Um, Interesting news that uh, Larry was actually Larry Shimblanka Dixon actually said I can finally talk about this and said there will be a final round 2019. Good. We don't know anything about it. We don't know the sc- scope or scale or whatever like that. But I'm glad to see that, and I would really love it if he brought it back to what final round originally was. Okay. You know, back to the old venue. Let's not worry about making it the CPT opener or whatever okay. stuff like that. Let's just. Bring final round back to how it was, not the big giant ballroom kind of thing, or the big uh, convention center kind of thing. I think that would be kind of cool. So, um, just to kind of dial it back to what it used to be, you know. Yeah, certainly that region needs a needs a big tournament. So I'm mm-hmm. happy to see that it's going to be there. Yeah, as Wasik says, look, forever we've said this in the FGC. I'm sure like every scene is like this. If you mm-hmm. announce that you're retiring. <laughs> <laughs> You're not retiring. Yeah. And honestly, we talked about it, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, that 
we were just talking about how you know the the retiring age for a fighting game player. We don't even know what the limit is no. at this point in time, of right? Sako's winning majors and stuff like that. You yeah. know, so we could definitely have people potentially winning majors at 50 years old and stuff like that. Well, I think he's talking about Larry retiring. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh And people can organize tournaments until they're a million. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, if you announce that you're going to retire, you're not retiring. The people who retire are the people who slowly fade away and they don't tell anybody Uh about it because they've lost interest, right? right? I think that's it. Exactly, so. Uh, Let's see here. Also, um, so... Our Street Fighter is sponsoring players to get to compete at Canada Cup 2018. Uh, one of the players that won the poll, I guess, couldn't make it, and so it fell uh, down off well, of that. I think received a sponsorship and oh, that's or, right. Or was they were unsponsored? Out. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, uh-huh. It was cool, kid. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And he and he pulled out. I don't think he has a sponsor, but he's like maybe angling uh, for one. Okay. 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 I think that's what it was. Right. The other one's Marine. But Marine made it, and then uh, the person who took over Cool Kid Spot was Mono. Right. Mono PR. But of course, it's not finalized that you got to go buy their shirts, and then you can do that. So definitely check that information out on Reddit r slash r slash Street Fighter. Find the links to support the t-shirts. We've got a Laura t-shirt for Maureen, obviously, yeah. and a Fang t-shirt for Mono, obviously. And it would be awesome to see those guys there, you know. So let's 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 see if we can support them and get them out to that event. I agree. I think that's awesome. Um, game news. Okay. Uh, Arc System Works is going to reveal two more characters for Kill a Kill the Game at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, we talked about uh, we, we were talking about this, so I can kill this out here. But uh, Polumperna, Volcano Rosso, and a bunch of changes came out for EX Layer. Oh yeah, so, yeah, that, the, yeah, the well. free the free patch that came out to add two new characters and make a bunch of changes where they wanted to rebalance the Gogi decks or okay. something like that. I don't know the details of that one, so I, I haven't been it's keeping okay, up with fighting EX Layer, unfortunately. Same. So. Uh, a new Dissidia Final Fantasy NT character is going to be revealed on the 11th. So same day that the patch for BB Tag is coming out, they're going to reveal a brand new character. Do you think it's for... Chocobo? Chocobo? <laughs> uh, I hope it's some... What I mean... about Cactid? Cactuar? Is it Cactuar? It's Cactuar. Is it Cactid something? Maybe not. I don't think so. Right. Yeah, Cactuar. Yeah. Well, I mean... the right, so two... like running Cactus? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 yeah that's yeah. Cactuar now. So they used to, obviously there was different names, like uh, Tonberries used to be called Pugs in America, but they, now they're all Tonberries everywhere because that was just translation choices and stuff, huh. and so now they have official names and stuff like that. But it is Cactuar. It's Cactuar. Tonberry as a character would actually be really kind of funny. Uh, but in terms of Soul Calibur Six, at the Melbourne Esports Open... Somehow Cervantes and Raphael were available to be selected or something like that. And so this is the dumbest thing. It's so dumb. So so (laughs) the person who was running that event wouldn't let people show off the character creation aspect of things because that's secret. Uh Uh-huh. You want to take video of Cervantes and Raphael? Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Two characters who were unannounced. Unannounced. Uh uh Sorry, Melbourne. But yeah, so I guess in some indirect way, Cervantes and Raphael have been they, announced. Yeah, well, they confirmed it because what are you going to do? Yeah, but someone's, yeah that's, someone's getting fired. That, that is yeah. so weird. It's sloppy <laughs> and weird. Um, I don't know if somebody got fired for that, but 
if they did, and somebody got in big trouble, minimum. Well, okay, minimum. to be fair, in Japan, it's really hard to get fired in Japan. Wasn't it's, it Melbourne? Right, but but it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was yeah, from yeah, Japan. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's somebody from Japan or something like that. So, um, Also, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will have demo events at Best Buy locations uh, between September 8th and through December. Oh, sorry, October 7th. So um, at various locations, you can go and play Smash Brothers Ultimate at Best Buy. So oh, that's kind of cool. But I mean, I, I, dude, last time I walked into a Best Buy, it's just like, it's so weird walking. Because I used to go to Best Buy all the time. It was like the store to go to to buy my games and move. And now it's just like, every time I go into it, it's like a, it's like a dead zone, I swear. It's, just, it's a place where old people go to try out electronics before buying it online. Yeah, pretty much so. Uh, and then also, the SNK website is starting to count down to a new game announcement on September right, yeah, 10th. Yeah. There's a countdown clock, and on it it says, a new dawn, ri- new dawn rises, or something like that. So most people seem to be thinking that it might be a new Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. which would be interesting because that's another one of those games that kind of like Darkstalkers that you can get horribly wrong, which sure. they have done many times already for Samurai Showdown. But if they could do it right in a 3D environment, yeah. more power to them. If they made it in a 2D environment, even more power to them. If they did it like Guilty Gear, oh. That oh. would be remarkable. Oh. Don't, don't get your but hopes up, James. don't want to get our hopes yeah. up. Some people have talked about maybe it being Garo 2. What I read was that the font... It's not the same. Is it it's, not the no, same? No, okay. not even close. Okay, not okay. Even. Someone right. said that, and I looked at it, and I was like, it's not the same. And then some font expert came in there, like, these two are not even remotely the okay, same font. Okay, so, okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah, funny. uh-huh. But uh, I mean, yeah. Is it is it for sure that it's a fighting game? No, it's nobody. Could be anything. Yeah, it could be a new Metal Slug game. Could be a new Metal Slug game. Could be a new uh, Bust a Move game. You know. Wow. Do, 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 be, do, yeah, that'd do, be a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you don't understand. Whenever I worked at the UCLA arcade and I hit the master switch that turned everything on, the first thing you would hear is ding, 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 ding. Like super high volume from the Neo Geo machines, and the attract mode for Bust a Move would start up and just boom, 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 like really loud. So that the, that stuff is like burned into my head. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Oh man, gosh. that's funny. Metal but, yeah. Slug is a gorgeous game historically. Uh, I don't know how well it would do in modern yeah, times. Like if they change it into a 3D yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. I feel. I feel like that they wouldn't. I just don't know how well it would sell if it was old in style, right? right. If it was just, just two D oh, sprites scroller. and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. Um, Unless it was on the Switch, then it would sell really well because two D two D stuff kind of lives there. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cuphead did do well. I think Cuphead is quite an unusual case. It's, yeah, it's such a unique style. That game Super was amazing, unique. dude. So. Did they make a 3D Metal Slug? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, they made 3D Samurai Showdowns, which were not great. So let's just put it that way. So, okay. Um, also, uh, Slice, Dice, and Rice. Oh yeah, 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 you've been talking about this. Which is a terrible name for the game. Okay. I hate it. Okay. It's just, it's, it sounds Could racist. It sounds yeah, racist. But in any case. Uh, it's a game that's coming to the North American Switch eShop in September. I think it's out already on on uh, Steam and, and maybe another platform like PS4 or something like that. But it's coming out on the Switch. But I, I did get a chance to play it at Arc Live, and I actually really liked it. 
I actually really liked the game because it it felt like the first true like simplified fighting game that wasn't that you because know, you like footsies and and senora footsies and and dive kick and fantasy strike and all these things like that but like this felt like like it felt good in the way that it really like there's instant air dashing in this game mm, and like you have different kinds of button attacks and stuff like that and but the thing about it is you have a parry and every move can be canceled into a parry so you swing parry so anytime you swing, and even when you whiff, if someone tries to whiff punish you, they you can parry oh, okay. it, right? But then they can... The, everybody also has a special attack that's unparryable. So if you just go at them with that, you can kill them, but then you can attack and parry. You can attack and cancel it into a parry and force them into a parry and then, like, punish them and stuff. And it was just really it was just a one-touch kill game. It's a one-touch... The, there is no block. There's just the parrying. But so what happens is, because of the heightened tension... Because of the fact that there's no blocking, you end up with this really footsie heavy sure, game. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? You just stay out of ranges and sure. there's backdashes have invincibility and stuff like that. And I don't know. It was just really interesting that when I was playing it, I was like feeling fighting game stuff. Okay. But in a simplified format. And it's a four-button game and on the Switch... Like I'll sense. take a Joy-Con, you take a Joy-Con, sure, and we sure. can just sit there and play Slice, Dice, and Rice for like a, a little bit. And okay. I don't know. I thought it was really fun. I would almost like to see a kind of like a, a show up at like Anime Evo. You know what I mean? Because like their characters had different powers and stuff like that. It was really interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I I yeah, I, cool. I was surprised at how much I was enjoying that game. Cool, to be honest with you. So yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, the Street Fighter Five Season Four leaks. I mean, they just sound kind of incredulous, and I don't even really know if I just want to... I don't even want to, like, you know, spend any time on it, to be honest Fair with enough. you. Fair yeah. enough. I think they mostly sound not believable or not good ideas. Mm-hmm. I would and like them short. to make a lot of system changes for 4. You I want stuff. I want to see significant changes in 4, because I want to see, like... Uh, season 4. In season 4, basically in... Like Alpha One to Alpha Two style, like oh, it's it's time, okay. it's time. Significant changes. It's time that the game takes it. However, the changes that I read in those leaks, not those changes. Not those changes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that not one. Not those changes. I, I okay. don't really want major changes. I like it. Not those changes either. Yeah, I mean, to to be honest with you, we've had three seasons of this style of play now. Yeah. And I feel like it's time to extend it a little bit further. Now, I'm not saying go from Alpha 2 to Alpha 3. Not that. More like maybe 3 to Second Impact or Second Impact to Third Strike. But here's here's what I don't like about it, that that idea, is that you can go back and play Alpha 1, you can go back and play Alpha 2, and you can go back and play Alpha 3. If they change Street Fighter 5... This Street Fighter Five is gone forever. <laughs> so if they want to come out with like Street Fighter Five, yeah, yeah, different disc, call it something different. It's a new, new version. I don't know that I need that either, but at least do that and not I just mean, update the game. They might do the same thing that they did with Ultra Street Fighter Four. Is that the last version that comes out just has all the seasons okay, available yeah, in it? Could be. You know what I mean? Because. Street Fighter 4 had the same problem. We can't play the old versions anymore, but we have the discs, right? But they kind of threw that a bone in the Ultra Street Fighter 4 with the edition select. That's true. If they they have a season select at some point in time, 
hell, maybe that's what they do in season four. Just add a season select. So, you know, if a character sucks, you can go pick the good version of them Everybody instead. Everybody just plays uh, season one Mika. And yeah, uh-huh. and, and, and season one Zangief and stuff like that. So, but, yeah. Uh, but I would like to see season four add some new stuff. I mean, I have wild ideas, and I know a lot of people don't like them, but... I'm gonna do a whole ultra. Ch- uh, I'm gonna do an, a whole unchensored where I cool. talk about those kind of things. So, and I, I know a lot of people are gonna dislike the ideas, but I will go into detail why proximity normals are important. So, uh, as Wasman has been trying to get us to talk about, I was planning to. Uh, the Injustice Two Intercontinental Championship has been announced. This is oh, gonna whoa. be. Yeah, they didn't really publicize it what all is that this? well. Um, so it's going to be tournament series, uh, tournaments maybe more accurately, uh, in Australia, the Middle East, EU, and EU West. Huh. Because remember how we were talking about how yeah, there was yeah, yeah. E- European mm-hmm. events and the Middle Eastern players wanted to join it because right. they didn't have anything for themselves. Uh-huh. Well, now they do have something for themselves. Um, Australian players, which exist for NRS games, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they also wanted something, but they couldn't even do EU, right? right. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so now they have something as well. Uh, so what's going to happen is that the top two placers, uh, so these are, these are online, the top two placers of their respective regional qualifiers will move on. Then those top eight contenders will fly out to Vienna, Austria, oh, and compete for one spot in the IPS Grand Finals. Oh, so this is all tied into the this IPS. This is all tied then. into the oh, IPS Grand Finals. Oh, sick. Okay. Uh, and that will be very soon. Let me get the date. I think it's next month. Um, okay. October 7th is going to be the finals for this. Okay. Yeah, so it's soon. It's okay. Soon. Uh, now, they they have not... Until now, they hadn't talked about what their plans were, really. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of players who are just in the dark on upcoming events. Um, and that's not good for anybody. So I'm I'm really glad that they've announced this. But I'm in, I'm particularly happy that okay. they spread it out to Middle East and Australia. Uh, it would be you know as so, obviously as soon as this was announced, people in other parts of the world were like, "What about us?" Right. So players in Africa were mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, our scene in I think somebody's from Zambia. Like we have good players. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. give us a chance. You know." Right. Hopefully at some at some point every region gets a thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm at least happy that they're expanding it now because they're recognizing that, hey, we, there are yeah, more players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do need to do more. Hopefully in the future they do that for everybody else. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is this is a good step. Okay. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Like for MK11, maybe they'll maybe MK11. to the other one. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, anything else going on? Uh, that's all I have for right. stuff. Let's try this then. Oh, That's gross. You're licking the chocolate. Well, what do you do? I mean, I chew it like that. Although they actually do give you one block to dip in your hot chocolate, so you can kind of melt it, mm-hmm. add more chocolate, and eat it while it was like kind of melting. That sounds awesome. It this is good. really good. Is it really good? Okay, cool, cool. It's a little coffeeish. Do you want some? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I think I that was one of the ones they gave me. It nice. had the coffee flavor to it, but you know I me, mean? I'm not a big coffee person. Mm, so fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite good. Uh, you talking about Best Buy earlier uh, makes me reminds me of earlier today. So I went in and I had to get a new uh, Surface. I had a Surface Pro Four, which is what I carry around. Mm-hmm, this little mm-hmm, guy here. Mm-hmm. But the uh, battery had become expanded. I forget the term that they used. Engorged. Something. Something weird. That sounds gross. Um, in any case, it was expanding. 
and putting pressure on the screen, causing cracking, uh, discoloration, couldn't hold a charge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, it's still under warranty, so I brought it in. Uh, and they replaced it in 15 minutes. Very fast, super easy. I was actually really impressed with the right. service. Um, so you just have a brand I new I got a brand new Surface now. I just walked out of that place with a brand new was Surface. Was it the same model? That same you model. Had? And did they transfer all your stuff to it? No, but I had everything backed up. I mean, they, oh, they, they, they okay. would have if I had asked them to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I have everything backed up a million, a million nice. places, so it's fine. Okay. Um, anyway, very nice of them. The reason that uh, the Best Buy comment reminds me of it is that I was the youngest person in there by probably three decades. Wait, in Best Buy? In in the Microsoft store. Oh, in the Microsoft I mean, the people store. working there are whatever age, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, uh-huh, but customers? The why? customers? Huh. I was the only dude in there without white hair. That's interesting. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I mean, is it just because... Because I just don't picture people with white hair going into a Microsoft store. You know what I mean? Like One guy was there getting his uh, tablet looked at. Oh, uh, and, it's, and, it's, and this, it's for... It's this conversation happened. So... When I tu- when I want to turn it off, I go here, and then I go here. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And and then the the tech was like, and I recommend turning it off at least once every couple of weeks. <laughs> and the guy was like, "You got it." <laughs> yeah, it was like it was actually some kind of old folksy saying. I forget what it was. Right, but it was like, yeah, so, yeah. like an old person uh-huh, would say. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ugh. You know. Sure thing, Sunny Boy. <laughs> it was really something like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. The, so, uh, Home Muffin saying that the Xbox adaptive controller is out. You know, oh, that very big, cool. the, the, the crazy thing with the super, even the box is like really convenient, and, but it like, you, you can really change it up so yeah, that yeah. people with disabilities can play very easily and stuff like that. So, that's yeah, actually kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like for most things, you don't really have to turn them off that much, but for Windows, yes. So, the, the issue with mine was that I had, I basically leave my, Surface plugged in whenever I'm home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just always plugged in. Uh, and they said not to do that. Really? Yeah, yeah. They said that it, uh, it's not made to do that, so unplug it when, at night, maybe. Weird. That's what I thought, too. That seems a little I mean, like, weird. Back in the day, you had to be concerned about electronics being plugged in constantly and uh, losing charge uh, if, if you did that. But I feel like that's mostly been solved. Dude, my iPad has been plugged in to, like, in my, in my room for probably like months without yeah. having me turned it off or on and it's still it's still chugging so i don't know about about the switch or maybe if that's common with this kind of battery i don't know hmm. but my other stuff i basically have constantly bugged in and it's been fine is it lithium battery specifically if so do you know okay i don't know huh oh well okay anyway yeah that's the problem okay well um we're going to DreamHack Montreal this weekend. That is correct. We will be there to commentate Street Fighter V. Uh, it's going to be packed, by the way. It's going to be a stacked tournament, so I highly recommend checking it out if you are interested in Street Fighter V. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of good people mm-hmm. over there. So, but people it is traveling a internationally. Yes. Yeah, and then, oh, shout out to Shoegazer Jimmy for the subscription. Seven uh-huh. months in a row. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, but it should be exciting. It should be a lot of fun. It's going to only be on Saturday and Sunday. So keep that in mind. So it's Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter is. It's not starting on Friday. Yeah. So, but uh, should be a lot of fun. So we're gonna be heading to Canada weekend. After that, of course, will be SCR, and so uh, that'll be another fun event. So um, outside of, of course, unscrewing your joysticks and stuff like that. But you know, oh, SCR always has a lot of good stuff going there. So you know, let's see how that goes. 
I appreciate the advice. Modern batteries work best kept between 20% and 80% charge. Duly noted. That's so weird. Okay. I had no idea. Thank you, yeah. Silvex. Currently, I am at 32%. So you're right there. Time to charge it for just a little bit. Just a bit. Yep. <laughs> that's weird. Okay. Anyway, I guess that's about it. Okay. Um, oh, I did. I also wanted to mention this. Uh, we spoke briefly about Mortal Kombat. Um, a terrible video game that was made one time was called Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Right. Terrible. However, Ketchup and Mustard did a stream of them playing MK Armageddon, and it is hilarious. <laughs> so, which one was that? Was that seven or? I think it was seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so Mustard basically hates the game and doesn't care about it. Uh huh. Right? Uh-huh. But he plays a character called Meat, <laughs> and Meat has uh, <laughs> command grab loops where if you are by the wall. You can't. It's a high command grab, but you can't duck it on your way up. So once he when he does it, he gets to grab you again before you can escape it. So it's an infinite. Right? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, everybody has infinites anyway, yeah, or at least yeah, their characters uh-huh. do. But that's inescapable. There are breakers for combos, but not for command grab loops. So it's an actual infinite. Uh, and basically, he's he thinks it's a dumb game. And but uh, must but uh, ketchup has been training up because he lost last time to mustard. Right, so Ketchup was like, "All right, I'm gonna learn this game, and I'm gonna beat you." Uh-huh. So he learned like five or six characters and like ha- actual combos uh-huh, and like uh-huh. real stuff, you know. And then at the beginning of the stream, um, uh, he shows Mustard a combo for me because Mustard didn't even know that. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh, so Mustard, like, that's the amount of care that Mustard has right, for it. Right. Whereas, and by the way, you still have Zoidberg. Just gave us 200 bits. Woo! Uh, so anyway, it's a match between one guy who really cares and one guy who doesn't care at all. Right. And that is just kicking the, the other dude's yeah, ass. Uh, just <laughs> and it's hilarious. And they're and since they're twins, they they get to razz each other in a way that I feel like I wouldn't be comfortable doing. Like Maybe with my brothers, right? I would like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. you know, like I would know when not to dig in too hard, right? Because okay, it's okay, been like thirty okay. years of practice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whereas with somebody who's relatively new, I wouldn't know necessarily like what's the line. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, you know, feel it out a little bit, but they obviously they know the line. So, so mustard is like going pretty deep sometimes. Dang, <laughs> it's like okay, really like okay. So he was doing a, he him. was doing a bunch of meaty combos then, right? He so, was definitely yeah. doing meaty combos, and they were they were using that line as well. It was very neat. Anyway, I just wanted to plug that because I thought it was hilarious. Neat. Uh, their stream and YouTube channels are some very unwieldy names, but if you search for ketchup and mustard, it's something like that. Right. Neat. Very funny. Yeah, the character's neat. name is Meat. I was definitely not as cool as Tofu, right? Tofu. So, tofu from Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 2, I should say. Uh, I wonder if the, the, the remake is going to have Tofu. They already confirmed Tofu was in it, I think. So, yeah. PNDK ampersand M. That sounds right. It's something. PND like ketchup and mustard or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, the, 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 you you describing MK Armageddon made me think of something else. God, I that game remember. was so bad. Okay, so oh no, that's what it was. There's a vid- there's a glitch. There's these things where you could basically like kill yourself on the fatality. They're like these suicides or something okay. like that. But Harakiri. Yeah, or something like that. But then there was something else that you could do, and there was like some crazy kind of setup on there. But then there's this whole video of a glitch where you could perform a fatality on someone after performing a Harry a Harry Kiri or whatever like that. And so what. 
ends up happening is what you do to the opponent, what's supposed to happen to the other character happens to your character. So like you see them and they like go up and they try to like pop their head and your head explodes instead. Or like they'll come there and like rip off an arm and your arm flies off instead and stuff like that. Like they have like, they do it with like every fatality and I sat there and watched it. It's the funniest damn thing I'd ever seen, dude. I watched that forever, dude. It was so goddamn funny, dude. Oh my God. There, there was this one sequence where so Ketchup was playing this character who throws knives mm-hmm. super fast, like okay, okay, would not okay. fly in an actual good fighting game, um, and uh, it's a three D thing. So you're walking around, and the in the middle of the stage is a big pillar. Okay, whatever. It's just right. right there. Yeah, yeah, so uh-huh. so M- mustard hides behind it so that uh, Ketchup can't throw knives at him, and then he does meets taunt, which gives him life back. So he pulls. I can't tell if it's he pulls his eyeball out or he pulls his tongue out and it goes Psh, and he gets health back. So this character's so abusive. So he just goes behind the, the he column. He went behind the pillar and started beating just, his meat. Yes, exactly. And they're making that same joke the whole time. Uh, <laughs> and just getting life back. Oh man, the ketchup was so mad. Oh my god. <laughs> I would definitely play meat. It sounds like you would play me. Well, it just seems like a perfect fit, right? Command grab loop character, pulls his own face out to get health back, abusive, has an infinite. I think that sounds like a David character. All right, well, is that it for tonight? (laughs) Yeah, I I just made a beating his meat joke, so I think we're done with that. All right, cool. Uh, Again, we're going to be at... Montreal Dreamhack. Oh, I will try bagels. I've heard that the bagels in Montreal. In Montreal? When I, earlier this year, was talking about the best bagels I have had by city, and I said New York was number one, and every other place I've ever tried is tied for second place, uh, or worse. Uh, people from Montreal specifically said, you got to try Montreal bagels. And I said, if I'm ever there, I'll try them. And I'm going to be there. All so right. I will try them. So we're going to try that. Some poutine as well, right? I've had poutine I've had before. poutine. I've had I'm not poutine. A, I'm not so a big yeah. poutine okay. guy. Uh, okay. I guess uh, we're done for the day then. The story about my sideburns is at the beginning of this archive. That is right. So They'll be gone next week. But you'll have them at DreamHack. I will have them at DreamHack. Also, I showed my mom a picture. And she misses them because it's, you know, when I was 15 through 21. So for her, it's like nostalgic. She was like, I hope you don't get rid of them. And I was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) They're going to be gone. Uh, All right. So enjoy them for now. Can you imagine having a kid who you you wish your your, like highlight of him was when he had long munchoff sideburns? What a a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.